Will the Gremlins go animated? Thor runs wild on Hulkamania. Lord of the Rings, Marvel, DC, Star Wars. Good movies we hate, bad movies we love. Ah, who the heck knows? Today on Pop Culture Over Pizza. Internets, como estamos? I am Jose from Pop Culture Over Pizza saying hello to you all. I hope you're all having a wonderful day on your phones, tablets, uh, laptops, smart TVs, whatever devices it is that you happen to be uh, listening to us brain, on today. Brain interfaces. Perhaps you are yeah. listening to us on that as well. Hey, how about a Zoom? Robotic. Brain, a Zoom. Yes, a Zoom. So like what? Peter Quill stuff. Soldier console. Soldier console. For those of you who are listening on Soldier console, Soldier. we're glad you could join us today. Again, welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Over Pizza. As I said before, you guys all know me. I am Jose, and I am I am joined by excuse me, my good friend Matt. A dollar sign AP Balrog. Aligato. This is Metatron. Greetings. I am some form of Walt right now. I'm just butt tired, so. <laughs> there you go. This yeah. is the stormtrooper that fell asleep uh, while 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 that Obi Wan Kenobi was like going around the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is true. The one that, that messed it up. It was you. <laughs> I'm so mad because I'm totally out of it right now. Yeah. Last but not least, probably another one of our young little tired friends. Same. Yep. Uh, Elias, what Gucci fan? Yeah, really? I sensed a little bit of tiredness in that in that Gucci right there. So I don't know. We're gonna do our best to get through this for you. Everybody's dying today, apparently, guys. No, no, we're fine. We're great. Hello, internet, and we're gonna get started with another podcast. All right, so we're gonna move right into it. Uh, first of all, this week we are not geeking out about anything because, as you might imagine. We're geeking a lot about all things Captain Marvel, and we certainly hope to have some content on that for you. Or, uh, you know what? We are going to have some content uh, on Captain Marvel for you soon. We definitely promise that. We hope you're looking forward to hearing what we have to say about it. But jumping right into topic numero uno on the rundown for this week, Meta, can you please tell us a little bit about what's going on? I only have four words for you. Mm -hmm. Animated Gremlins prequel series. Ah, interesting. Gizmo? Interesting, but at least for me, it's, it's weird because you, you look at the first two Gremlin movies, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be goofy, they're supposed to be, ah, you know, they're doing crazy stuff. I mean, kind of. hell, one of them comes out with a chainsaw. Kind of, but the first one actually was supposed to be more of a straight horror movie, the second one was supposed to be more They were still doing yeah. wacky things in the first one, too. That's though. what horror movies were like back then. <laughs> but either way, at, at first when I heard this, I was like, mm. okay, do we really need this? Like, uh, come on. But now that I think about it more and more, mm-hmm. there's a whole two movies about the Gremlins, but we know nothing about where they're from exactly. or what their deal is. So now that I'm looking a little more into it, maybe this is something I'd be interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking exact same thing. Like I said, yeah, we don't know where the heck the Gremlins came from. What are they, like, from another freaking dimension? Are they from, like, some evil sphere of hell? Like... Were they made in the lab? What the heck are the gremlins? Why are they? Why do they have this ability to 
you know, start off as these fluffy, adorable little creatures and then turn into these monsters that eat your face and, like, you know, well, I mean, like, speak, <laughs> as they do in the second movie. Or turn, into, or, or turn into winged gargoyle-like beasts. Like, oh, well, that, that was just that was just science. How stuff. the heck did they, can they do that? Like, yeah, okay, and that's true. That was, like, the genetic stuff, that, yeah. that component of the second That, that winged guy, he but escaped, still, right? Yeah. At the end of the yeah. movie? Yeah, he was like one of the few grumblings that actually survived. No, mm-hmm. he got turned to stone. So he uh, he's like the Disney so gargoyles. Oh, wait, so yeah. So yeah, at he night he'll just out. come back out. You know what I'm saying? Except I think he's dead. Uh, Who okay, knows? So I thought since because uh, Walt told me that he survived. Um, Did he though? Yeah. Did he it's though? Been a long time since we've seen yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. yeah. To be fair. I do know the girl survived. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the female gremlin. The female gremlin definitely survives. I remember when I was a young Balrog, they used <laughs> to have these little gremlins toys and the Happy Meals at the Mickey D's in Mordor. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. I do remember that. Those those gremlins toys were back in the day. Yeah, those were nice. Random thought, but we talked about this I think a couple. But weeks my Lord ago. Sauron had to cast them instead of fire some Mount Doom. <laughs> Well, he, what, 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 they were making well, Balrog soft. Yes, they, they must were. be tough. <laughs> oh, because they were toys. I was going to say, like, what, gremlins are welcome? I thought everybody was welcome in the world. They, they used to eat the Urukai fries, right? I guess so. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. This is a random thing, actually, because we were talking about on one of our last podcasts a couple of weeks ago, memories that we had, or at least I was talking about video games from a, sort of a memory perspective. But I do remember, and I wonder if you remember this wall. When we were kids, I think we went to go see Gremlins 1 in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And I think, what, you stayed inside the movie theater with Dad, with Mom watching it. And you I was so out. scared, I was outside of the movie theater Listen, with, with that, Dad. That first Gremlins movie, we look at it now, with Dad. right? Yeah, with Dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We look at it now, and it's kind of goofy and stuff like that. But that terrified billions, of, well, millions of people back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You included billions and billions. No, but it was terrifying back then. The first one, yeah. I was really scared of it. I could not sit in the theater and no, like. I've always yeah. been more the horror guy, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so, I was a little kid. He was already a teenager at that point, so he was totally into it. And I was just like, no, yeah, I'm not exactly. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I guess to, just to, to tack onto that, my thoughts for this are: you know what? I've I've always enjoyed the Gremlins movies. Gizmo is is hilarious and one of the, one I would say he's one of the most iconic characters in cinema. Walt is doing the symbol when he wore the freaking Rambo bandana <laughs> in the second movie to kill this was the spider gremlin, right? Yeah, yeah. Spider, yeah. spider gremlin. Right? Went to fight that bad boy. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was hilarious. Like this adorable little teddy bear basically fighting Rambo. Thrower. Yeah, and the fun and flaming things. arrows too, right? Like, well, yeah, the like flaming arrows. Yeah, the flaming arrows. Gremlins two wasn't the greatest of movies, right? It's entertaining, but it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, yeah, Gremlins. It was too. straight awesome. It was just pure madness. It was not so bad. It was good, which we're going to touch upon a little bit later. But it was yeah. definitely, yeah, it wasn't great, but it was still entertaining, right? Yep. So, with how much I was entertained by this as a kid, and how like the characters are pretty cool and pretty iconic. <laughs> A lot of great moments from the original movies, like you guys said, with the winged ones, and the, you know, the, the the spider one, um, the, the Uber, spike, right? The uber smart one, the female the brain. one, brain. brain, all all of those cool characters from the initial ones. Um, I think, yeah, there's a lot of cool backstory. Here. With the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. 
Oh my gosh, memories. I like the idea of it. Any other thoughts on this one, guys? It, it, it's, it seems cool, but it kind of seems weird at the same time. <laughs> because according to the article that I'm reading, and this is on Gizmodo, mm-hmm. right? Gizmodo? Gizmo, exactly, <laughs> you know? The, the crazy thing is that according to this article, it's going to follow the old Chinese grandfather from the first movie, Mr. Oh, Wing, right? That makes really? sense. Yeah, so... That's Maybe what, how he discovered it, yeah. It, but it, it gets even deeper than that because they go on adventures. They go on adventures. That's what it says here. I'm going to read this here. It says, the potential series is said to be a period piece that would follow Mr. Wing. The Chinese grandfather played in the films by Key Luke as a young man as he goes on adventures with the friendly Magui Gizmo. Okay. Let's digest that a little bit. What kind of adventures are we talking about here? Is this where he well, learns his Ramboisms? You know, yeah, where does he learn all well, his combat skills? Would exactly. Rambo have existed? <laughs> well, maybe he was the original Rambo, and Rambo <laughs> is is oh, following Gizmo. I mean, actually, don't, actually don't think he's like the template. You know what I'm saying? Actually, randomly, don't don't doesn't he isn't he watching Rambo in the movie? That's yes, why. exactly. He was watching. He was watching it. That's why he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. So it won't be in this one. Can't be where he learned his Rambo but like. There's, that, just, there's still room for backstory there. More oh, absolutely. Backstory. I just I, I get a little weirded out with the whole going on adventures. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If anything, I think that they're like a wandering man. Just to an anime at that point. Kung Fu mm-hmm. yeah. series. <laughs> <laughs> just wandering the land, helping Kung Fu. The legend continue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of thinking that too. Yeah, but I thought that if 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 that's the case, maybe because in number one. His the Mr. Wing's hardcore thing was like Mogwai, great responsibility. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is how he learns what a responsibility it is. Yeah, maybe yeah. we're gonna see multiple generations of gremlins get hashed out here. Plus, yeah. I mean, you never know. Maybe like a lot of the stuff that he learns about the gremlins, how you're not supposed to feed him after a certain time, he and now you're supposed to get wet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe he finds out the hard way. Maybe we'll actually see Gizmo turn into a gremlin. Ooh, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. We might, though. But see, here's the thing, though. The implication... But how does he come back? Yeah, that's the thing. The implication always has been once they go through the metamorphosis, there's not really a way back. So maybe... Maybe 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 he's a liar. He's one of the the little furballs that come out of another thing. Because remember, they first... When when they get water thrown on them... Yeah, that's how they reproduce. The little gizmo-y thing... Then shoots out all these furballs and they become other gizmoy things, right? And it's when they don't eat, right, or something like that. It's when they, they eat, eat after, after midnight. They, oh, when they eat when after they midnight, metamorphose. when they transform. Exactly. when they transform into the gremlins, right? So maybe he, there's another gizmoish, another magwai, another magwai, and then gizmo comes out of that. It's possible. Maybe too. I don't know. I don't I know. know. There's a lot of speculation. It's there. crazy. It so. seems like an interesting idea, but there's a lot of other great stuff going on in the news right now. But you know what? There's a lot of other interesting stuff going yeah. on in the news yeah. right now. Uh, not the least of which is the Ooh, yeah. not even speculation, but like, well, that's the that's isn't that Macho Man? But anyway, that's true. doesn't matter. It's still <laughs> wrestling related. Uh, Chris Hemsworth of Avengers fame. <laughs> is set to play Hulk Hogan in a Todd Phillips-directed biopic. Oh, 
What you gonna do when Hulkamania goes wild on you? And let me tell you, Chris Hemsworth, oh, yeah. I'm of the opinion that maybe this is not the best casting for me, but I guess <laughs> I don't really know what you guys think. Um, but no, anyway, I'll turn, off my, true, I'll turn off my Chris Hemsworth voice for a minute. Um, yes, Chris Hemsworth is set to portray Hulk Hogan in a Todd Phillips-directed uh, biopic, actually, I guess it's, it's said that way, right? Not biopic. Um, Better take eat your Wheaties. Yeah. Eat your Wheaties. <laughs> You know? <laughs> um, exactly. So, okay. Okay. Uh, Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan. I don't even know how to well, he's describe got the this. For it. Yeah, he's a big dude. Does he have I the don't voice see for it, it at all. Oh, yeah, like. I don't know. Well, let me just listen <laughs> Listen to the voice that I just did. You got the, the you know, sort of gruff, uh, uh, whatever, wherever he's from. I don't know. He's from New Zealand or something like that. Sort of actor. Talking kind of like this. As opposed to like, oh, like not even, oh yeah, what is it, what is oh, it? Uh, hey, Hulkamaniacs! Oh. Like, can you compare those two voices? Can you see somebody going from, hello, I'm Chris Hemsworth, to, hey, Hulkamaniacs! <laughs> Run wild on you! Then again, like, he's a, a biopic. Then again, he's a thunder god in Marvel. So. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely, he could pull off a look, maybe. But like. He needs to get a little buffer, though. He needs to get bigger. He needs, he needs to get a little more accurate. He's yeah. got those 40 inch pythons, right? Yeah. Isn't that, isn't 40, that? Whatever what is the heck it is, like 20 something inch. Pythons. Oh, yeah, something like that. I don't 25 know. inch, 26 I'm inch, 20 something inch pythons. I'm going to find out right now. So he could this pull is Hulk Hogan, off, for God's sake. He could pull off the look, I think, right? But, like, yeah, he does have to get a lot bigger because Chris Hemsworth is a big dude, but he's a little more lean than Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hulk Hogan is more like. You know, just like a jack, like a solid dude on steroids, basically. Yeah, exactly. He was. That, that pretty much has been established. Um, and also, I have to I have to say, like, do we really need this movie? Like, I'm going to be the first one out there to watch this movie. <laughs> look, hey, look, did we need the gremlins? But <laughs> that's what you should be asking. But let's fair point. You and I were big WWF. Yes, Federation. We right. were talking about Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Not World Wildlife Federation. No, no, no. World Wrestling Federation. Exactly. You know, um, World Wildlife Federation. Who, yes. who else was out there? That was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, right? Yeah, man. We had Beware. Razor Ramon. Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. Razor Earth Ramon. Wake. Buff. Oh no, Buff Battlefield was in no, Razor Ramon. Yeah, Razor Ramon. Yeah, he was. He was a little, but bit, he was later, a little bit later. But though. he was still in that in, in like Junkyard Dog, JYD. Junkyard Dog. Right. Well, what about the Nature Boy? Which one? Ric Flair was in WCW. Yeah, but, he was WCW. But either way, yeah, he was. He was in the WWF until later on. What do yeah. I know? Right. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, he, there's all these guys from that generation. We're sure we mentioned the Ultimate Warrior. We had to have the right? Dollar Man. We didn't miss that, right, Mister Perfect. Um, Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant, the classic WrestleMania where he bench pressed Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, is this movie going to be about wrestling or about his life? Is, I mean, no, I know wrestling is his life. I understand that. But how much are we going to venture outside of it? And well, in yeah. fairness, didn't they kind of they didn't make the okay? This is not exactly the same movie, but and I haven't seen this, but isn't the wrestler what? about Macho Man? Yeah. And wasn't that like a much more like compelling movie? I mean, that was Darren Aronofsky. Not that Todd Phillips isn't a good director, but like, are you really going to get anything? Mickey Work was in that movie. Yeah, Mickey right? Work was in in the fight in the the fighter, the wrestler, the wrestler. Excuse me, mm-hmm. the wrestler playing like a Macho Man type character. Is Todd Phillips going to really be able to reproduce that kind of experience like, again? I haven't seen the wrestler. I've heard great things, so I don't know. Like, what are their what are their thoughts? If they're going to do it. 
they better if, if this is going to be a biopic of Terry Bollea, uh-huh. that's AKA true. Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. that's his name. We were talking about this before. They better put him in as Thunderlips in Rocky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And like, what other wrestlers are going to be in it too? Like, that's another question that you have to ask. There's so many other wrestlers. Jake like, the who Snake. Are, who are they going to cast? Yeah, like, are they going to cast Jake the Snake? Or are they going to cast the young Jake the Snake? The young Jimmy the Superfly Snooker? Like, are they going to cast younger versions of these people? Who the heck do you cast as Macho Man? Yeah, who do you cast as any of the? Who who the heck thought to cast Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan? That's what I'm saying. The who's, casting who's, here. Who's, who's going to be is under the giant on this one? Plus, all these most of these guys are Boy, still like. Well, a lot of them are still alive. So like, well, so maybe it's they, harder to cast somebody when they're still alive. Well, maybe you use Marvel's de aging technique. <laughs> yeah, maybe you know, <laughs> the actual wrestlers to be in it. You get you get all the old guys and just make them young again. Yeah, I mean, some of them are passed away. You, Roddy Piper, like, is isn't that one. what they did with Terminator? I don't like, know that Arnold and they they've done it with. Yeah, they, they yeah, made yeah, a young that Arnold. Was, that was really early on the the anti aging technique. It looked weird. They did um, it the most recent one too, I think, but it didn't look very good. The yeah, one, um, with Genesis. Yeah, the, with Khaleesi, basically. Oh, boy. They did it that wasn't movie. that great. That wasn't a great... That had Please a good Terminator that. movie in yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, let's not sugarcoat it. That yeah. movie sucked. T2 was we'll the last <laughs> good one, really. If we're going to we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, it's true. But, like, I don't know. Any other thoughts, guys? Does anybody else like, gonna, feel I'm, this is kind of weird? I'm going to go into this, and I'm going to say this guy, This has to be a fun movie. It cannot be a serious movie like The Wrestler. You gotta go. You gotta go crazy with this movie. Yeah, it's Todd Phillips, so it makes sense. He's yeah. like old school famous. Exactly. Basically. So I, I think I, I listen. I, I'm gonna be positive on this because it's freaking Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, if they go a little silly, I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? I would rather see it. I I don't want to see a, a very serious tone. Might- and I think I think it works well for Chris Hemsworth because. He's shown his comedic chops in Ragnarok. Yeah. He did it in Ghostbusters. I think he can pull it off. Not, like I said, he's got to bulk up sure. because Hulk Hogan was beast back then. He's already with all those Hulk steroids man. running around. And, he's going to have to take steroids, steroids basically. But I don't know. I'm down for it. I'll, I'll check it out. I guess we'll see what develops. Something more up the alley of our Mordorian friend over here. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings TV series is going to be released on Amazon. When? Who knows? Who? Who knows? What's it going to be about? Question mark. About Rod knows. We have a little information on that, actually. I mean, honestly, honestly, I don't really know. But (laughs) what I do know is that apparently Amazon decided to close the to to cancel. Excuse me their HQ construction at the Big Apple and instead move it to Gorgoroth, which is like two blocks down from the Barajul Memorial. <laughs> in so apparently they signed, I believe, what is it, a $250 million deal? And, yeah. and that's in in Earth US dollars. Mm-hmm. Because in Middle Earth, that's like like one billion million, but whatever. <laughs> Just so for, for quick reference, that's the, the most money Ever spent, we've mentioned this before, on a television show. Which we mostly extorted from the Gondorans. But anyway, that's <laughs> the point is that the there will be a Lord of the Rings series mm-hmm. um, that is to be released, right? right on yeah. Amazon. TV series. Commitment. So well, the commitment is at least five seasons. So we're getting at least five seasons of Lord of the Rings. So we're looking at least five years. Mm-hmm. One season per year, so half a decade. Ooh, that's pretty good. 2021 looking at or something like that? The current release date 
actually... Or is it still undefined? I don't know that they really have anything. They do say that the beginning of production should be this year. So um, I'm going to say if you go on a standard production schedule for a show, like say Lord of the Rings, could be 2020 or early 2021. I'm just glad that, you know, like, I'm not a big fan of Amazon, mm-hmm. but I'm just glad it, at, that it's them and not Disney because yeah. I don't want Disney putting its filthy, corrupt hands <laughs> on my beloved Middle Earth. Stealing another property. Listen, yes. Mickey only Intellectual has like property. three fingers, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can only put so much of his dirt on Yoda him. only has three fingers, yet look how powerful he is. That's Excuse yeah, me, sure. Minch. Yoda. This is true. This is true. But true. yeah, there's there's the commitments so far to get started with filming and all that in 2019. So that's those are some of the details that we have. So and you know what? It's about time that we actually get some Lord of the Rings in the media because you know what? It's mm-hmm. the fourth age, and like we're looking at what <laughs> you said five seasons, so that's like half a decade, mm-hmm. half a decade's worth of Middle Earth material. It's and there's so much to see in Middle Earth, at, like there is in Star Wars, but. I can't really talk about it because not a lot of people know about it like a lot of people know about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of people can relate to whatever the hell I'm saying. I just sound like another freaking nerd out of Mount Doom. But that's besides the point. Not a nerd, a Balrog. There's more than enough right, people but, that can you know, relate. I, Remember, the Lord of the Rings Balrog. movies did make, I think, close right. to a billion dollars. And the Turn of the Kings did make a billion dollars. I'm not ASAP nerd. I'm ASAP Balrog. Don't be shy to talk about your heritage, man. Okay. But anyway, don't be shy about that. How to be a power on. Yeah. Big But anyway, there's these beautiful maps that Walt that Walt um showed me on yes. social media of Middle Earth, and they're really, really authentic. I am in love with them. That's the thing that's actually pretty cool about it. it looks that's like probably really... something you can like like print out and frame and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's no, how it really, really is. You know, and obviously really this nice. is more of a visual thing, so this is something you have to you know, Google or we'll even put up on our Instagram. I'll put it up. Right? I'll put it up. Oh, I'll, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I could do it, and I'll put it up on the Instagram later on. Basically, so, yeah. There's definitely some cool maps to check out on the Instagram as well. I'll definitely put it on Twitter. Great, and, uh, and uh, I'll try and throw it up on on the, because there's like what nine maps on there. Something like that, I okay. think. Just about, yeah. I'll work one, on that. One thing that should be mentioned, speaking of the authenticity of it, is it looks like they're giving it that very authentic touch, which is good because Peter Jackson is – we were speculating whether or not he's involved. He is not at all involved in this show. He's not involved in the production or any any – Type of show running, any type of behind the scenes stuff. He has. No I kind of, I kind of dislike that, but I still have my faith in it. You know. But that makes sense because it's not being in, done in New Zealand. Remember, right? Yeah. We, we spoke on that right. about this. Uh, he does uh, everything uh, in New Zealand. Yeah, he can't exactly. do it anywhere so else. It, basically, it kind of makes sense now. What is it, Australia or something like that? No, it is that? New Zealand. It is New Zealand. Oh, well, they are doing it in New Zealand. No, 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 no. I thought you were talking about it where they usually film. This is like Scotland, I believe. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, some weird place. I recall that's where we had met. Some weird place. Yeah. I'm sorry. Scotland. Sorry, Scotland. What, weird place. Place. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, Scotland is beautiful. No, okay. but in re- I haven't been there, but I know it's beautiful because I've seen pictures. Right. I'm going to shut up now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in regards to what the plot will be, uh, I mean, I really hope, I mean, this is me being biased, but I would like to see them make a biopic for my master Morgoth. <laughs> but that's another thing. You know they're not going to do that, though, I, unfortunately. Can I, can I see, like, a show? Sauron will play Sauron. Yeah, actually. Uh, long live Sauron. You know what? <laughs> I was going to say, very meta. technically it's right? possible. Yeah. I was going to say, Sauron playing Sauron. To get back to your question, actually, technically it's possible because I forgot some of the details are. A Morgoth biopic? 
Well, here's why. Because <laughs> they haven't confirmed to the overall storyline yet. All yes. they've confirmed so far is that season one is going to be about Aragorn when he was a ranger. Oh my god. That's season Strider. one. Season Strider. one, right? Hey, you never know. Maybe they'll make him look bad. They'll make him look like, give him this terrible, put him in a terrible it's light always, or something like that. It's always pro Gondor. Yeah. I, 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 make I the Gondorans look good. The, the beginning, the beginning of when we got into the Hobbit prequels, right? Yeah. Sauron was was rising at that point, mm-hmm. so, so he'll be in it. Maybe somehow. this this thing, and I don't know how far back it goes, but maybe this thing is like before one of the he became like Star Wars Rebels, where it leads into right. the movies before, and stuff. Before he became Sauron, this is me nerding out now, but before he became Sauron, his name was Anatar. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not gonna go that far back. And his stuff. master Morgoth was named Melkor. That's but gonna be way further. Morgoth and Sauron is their sure. dark side ego. Yeah, because but wasn't wasn't the first time when. Sauron first had the ring, right. and it was cut off by Isildur, right? right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that like centuries beforehand? That was the Second Age. Right, exactly. But we're so. talking before the Second Age. Forget the ring. No, mm-hmm. I know, but this is going to be set closer to right, toward, yeah. closer toward so the movies, movies, right? Yeah, it's going to so be I don't think much closer in time. Unless, frame. unless... They could go back in other seasons. Oh, well, oh, not only that, yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. There you, could be a lot of that too. You could have you could have these full episodes of origin stories and stuff like that, and maybe they tell the tale of Sauron. I think that would be a strong right. storytelling. That's right. Or, That's strong right. way to approach a story because you look at how a lot of sorry, uh, I, you look at how a lot of shows what? in in uh, behind the scenes stuff, kids. Don't worry about it. You look at how a lot of um, shows now are kind of celebrating the antihero. It's kind of a big thing these days, right? Um, and oh, my sword fell. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, stop <laughs> dropping like your armor and your sword and all that stuff. Sword, jeez. Oh, hey, flaming swords. swords. Yeah, Hello. sword of one of my swords. victims. There's still oh, a there sword under the flames. Are you collecting perhaps? like a uh, general grievance and yes, stuff? Yes, yes. <laughs> and my victims. There you go. A fine addition to my collection. <laughs> In, indeed. Indeed. So um, that's sort of way, man. Freaking yeah. sealed this is a this is a family podcast. Put that sword away. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Balrog, you might run into katana. You might run into katana. Don't go trick or treating with it, right? right? You, you could run into some casual <laughs> racism as a Balrog, so you got to be careful. Since you mentioned that, can I can I tell the story? Oh yeah, real quick. About the katana. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So we have a katana at home. I'm I'm a big uh, samurai nut. I I love everything about feudal Japan and stuff like that. So. Um, Elias wanted to go trick-or-treating and, you know, he has this thing where he loves to role-play, right? You know, when he goes to Comic-Cons, he likes to dress up. The last time he went as Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, awesome cosplay that he did. Mm-hmm. Really awesome, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in the effort to make him the samurai that he wanted to be and stuff like that, I said, okay, let's see if we can get him a katana, right? So, me being... The crazy, weird, nerd guy. Excuse me, guys. I didn't go to Party City to get one of those plastic katanas. I wanted to go a little bit more realistic, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Too realistic. I'm, I'm getting there, right? I would say more than a little more realistic, yes. So what I did was I, a lot of the times when I'm, I'm helping him build his cosplay, I frequent Amazon, mm-hmm. right? And I look through the stuff that Amazon has and... We put stuff together and it comes out really good, right? Yeah. Right. Well, that's where I almost found my metal Wolverine claws from a couple of years ago before I decided that going to a Halloween party with metal Wolverine claws 
was probably a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Especially so, a Halloween party with alcohol. So so here's where things go a little bit awry. Mm-hmm. So I go on Amazon, and I think I was doing it a little bit later than usual. I think it was like around 11, 12 o'clock and stuff like that. So I'm a little drowsy and stuff like that. So I, I find a sword. And so it, it says it says wooden wooden something or other, right? Hilt, right? Yes, yeah, something something like well the, the actual sheath is is wood, right? Yeah. Isn't that also called a hilt? Am I crazy? No, that's no, a, the hilt is the same way you right? Yeah, the hilt yeah. is the handle. Oh, right, okay. exactly. Sorry. So that's how much I know. I saw wood. I looked at it, it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. I looked at the price, it looked awesome. It was like maybe like 40, 50 bucks where I usually you get a katana, right? A real katana. A few hundred dollars, right? Exactly. So I'm figuring, okay, this is a wooden katana. I get it. We're we're going through it. We do the cosplay where he's walking around with this thing and stuff like that. So we end up going to the dojo and we meet up with Wolfie. Oh boy. So he was having a little at, at the dojo before jujitsu class, he was doing a little Halloween thing for the kids, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, wow, that's a great-looking katana. Let me take a look at it. So I hadn't gotten there yet. Eli comes and he takes it out and he goes, what the heck are you doing with this? Now, Eli hadn't really pulled it out, right? No. This was an actual sword that he was walking around with. <laughs> that's why it's on the wall now. This isn't exactly. a prop. And not this, a prop closet. This was not a prop. Um, 50 bucks on Amazon, guys. <laughs> Wolfie saw it and he was like, are you kidding me? You're walking around with a real freaking sword. You know? You just kill someone. I don't know. I, I doubt it because I don't think you can walk around with a knife. Thankfully, certain, like, he didn't unsheathe it and start playing around trying to cut people with it. Folks, if you ever watched The Predator last year, remember that scene when the kid was trick-or-treating with the mask on? And then those kids were bullying him. Oh, yeah. He accidentally blew up the house. (laughs) Kind of like that. Yeah. Except that didn't happen. Yes. That didn't happen. So, the the point of the story is don't go buy, don't go looking for weapons on Amazon while you're half asleep. That's all I'm going to say. Or, or if you really do want a katana, but you don't want to feel guilty about buying it. Do look for weapons on Amazon when you're half asleep. You <laughs> <come so bad>. <laughs> <laughs> or here's the third option. If you're looking for a katana, hit me up. I will find you one <laughs> <laughs> while half asleep. Yeah. Getting back into it, though. like uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely genuinely excited about this show. And I mean, the weapons on it are going to be pretty cool, too. But as good as my katana. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not as good as your katana. Maybe they could. Maybe we could give that weapon to somebody in the show. Oh well, I guess it is yours, right? Since you're the one that almost killed Wolfie with it. (laughs) But anyway, just in the spirit of our of our love for Lord of the Rings, I will have our friend ASAP recite one of the most infamous or famous lines from the movie. Yeah, I guess this is like a poetry reading. Please, sir. Three rings for the Elven kings under the sky. Seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. One for the dark lord on his dark throne. In the land of Mordor, where the shadows lie. One ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. In the land of Mordor, where the shadows lie. 
All hail Melkor, long live Anatar. I got chills. All right. I got All right. chills. Bravo. That's that kind of job I like. Marvel seems to be learning from their mistakes, at least in my opinion, because uh, a little article by Digital Spy informs us that Marvel won't be revealing any future movies until after Avengers Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. Ah, I see. Yeah. Honestly, I was one of those few people that were kind of upset that Spider-Man Far From Home came out when Avengers... uh, Endgame hasn't even come out yet. Like, hey, Spider-Man's here, but he died in Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, the announcement of it all yeah. is a little bit much. So it's yeah. like, hey, he's alive. Oh, okay. I guess I don't need to see Endgame now. Right. I mean, obviously I'm going to see it. Plus they haven't conf- haven't shown a trailer, but they've already confirmed Black Panther 2. They've already confirmed Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Even though it's more on the back burner, it was confirmed. I don't know if they confirmed it yet. I, I think yeah. it's still speculation and... No, it, it was confirmed, but now it's on the back burner because of the fact that... Because remember, there was already a script and everything for it. It was it was pretty much ready to okay. go. But, like, we already I, knew there was going to be another one, pretty much. And they talked about it a lot in the press junkets and stuff like that. How, like, how are we going to set this up? Like, Batista, I think, was one of the people talking about it. And in press interviews, like, he already knows he's going to be back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So maybe it wasn't officially, officially confirmed. Right. I, I think... I but think it was almost officially... Yeah, they're, they're talking about it as if it's a thing. Yeah. But they haven't officially confirmed it, but everybody knows it's a thing. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I, um, I think it's smart on their part, especially since they want to keep Endgame under wraps. And by officially releasing a slate... Yeah. You can kind of infer things that are going to happen in Endgame by doing that. Yeah, so when you don't see Captain America four, exactly, yeah. or or anything for mm-hmm. like for the original heroes, you're like, yeah, they're all going to probably die yeah. or something like that. It's like Professor Hulk and stuff, you know? Yeah, like, if you, that were on the list, <laughs> oh, you'd be like, oh, that's what's going to happen. Although maybe, yeah, maybe that'll be one of the first things they can find. Professor Hulk. Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree as well with pretty much everyone else. This is a good idea because I said it earlier, kind of in the lead up to our discussion of this today. Uh, if Marvel is going to do as they say, which is go more cosmic for Phase 4, more the cosmic Marvel universe, there's nothing really to set that up. You have Captain Marvel. Okay, you have Captain Marvel. That's the one movie that's coming out that's going to set that up that is cosmic. There isn't anything else because now, again, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, we don't know what the heck's going on with that. There's no other space-based Marvel movie that can go into the cosmic Marvel universe. But they are talking about doing Eternals. Yes. And Eternals is, is one of those things. And the interesting thing is Kevin Feige, when he was discussing it, not only mentioned the whole cosmic thing, but he was talking about things that happened thousands of years beforehand. Mm. So we're really getting deep into Marvel lore if the rumors are true about Eternals. They're going to have to go pretty nuts with some of this stuff. Uh, <laughs> but I think, I think they've set, they set up the MCU where people will, will go for it. You know what I'm saying? I think so, too. So I, I think they're in a good place. Um, I had mentioned this before, and I, I think we talked about it a little bit. We don't know of anything that's in production right now. We haven't heard of anything in production right now. Mm-hmm. Usually there are leaks where they're, they're either filming in Atlanta where, the, where they film a lot of their movies. We haven't heard any of this stuff like that. So does that mean that we're not getting a Marvel movie for like, is there going to be like a year break? It's probably the you case. Know? That's going to be weird, right? 
because we're so used to at least getting two or three Marvel movies a year. Mm -hmm. And 2020 is shaping up to be a Marvel-less <laughs> right now, year. Yeah, it's kind of true. And right it, it, could be, it could be that the focus right now is on Disney Plus and all those Marvel shows that supposedly are in production mm -hmm. or at least in development and stuff. So maybe they're leaning. That's going to be the, our Marvel fix for 2020. But it, it's kind of awesome. interesting that it doesn't appear we're going to get a Marvel movie next year. There probably will be, but maybe at the end of the year, I guess. Then they gotta they gotta ramp up production pretty soon. It's a wild yeah. guess too, but I I get a feeling, and then I'd like to hear some other opinions. Is, is that part of the reason that they're doing this is not just because they don't want to reveal future storylines, but because they're also being wary because they saw what happened with their Star Wars franchise and the. I mean, we don't really know if that's the case, but I don't like think that's going to be the case because you look at you look at what, what's going on with what we discussed last week, right? Where we talked about um, what Captain Marvel was going to be, and and the box office for oh, no, 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 no. So, I think you're you're misunderstanding okay, what it is okay, that I'm I was sorry. Saying. That. I think it's more about not, it's not about the political aspects of it. That's not no, what no, no. Well, I, I think it's what more you're about saying, the fatigue aspects. Of yeah, it. but that's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't I don't think Marvel's going to suffer from that. You know, because Captain Marvel comes right out, Avengers less than a, a month later, and they're projecting that to be like the hugest movie ever, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think we're, we're getting superhero fatigue. We've in, also in, in, never had this many superhero movies in one year overall, because DC has a lot of stuff coming out, like... Overall, yeah, there's we, so much stuff coming out this year. Look at last year, though. Last year we had we had three Marvel movies, we had Venom, we had the DC movies. You know, there, there's there's every year we've had at least six movies. The 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 other thing I was going to say too, and then like I said, I'll give other people a chance to speak. Is that mm -hmm. the the slate of movies that's coming out too? Like you you figure. In a sense, it could it could go the other way, but I feel like because of the fact that you have three almost guaranteed to make a billion dollars at the box office movies coming out for Marvel, that adds to the fatigue also because those are movies that everybody is going to see. Not every other movie from Marvel is like must watch. Is is a must watch must watch movie. Mm -hmm. These three coming out this year in a very real sense are must watch movies because Captain Marvel sets up Avengers Endgame. And then after Avengers Endgame, it's Spider-Man. Everybody loves Spider-Man. The last one almost made a billion dollars just out of nowhere because no, not many people expected it to make that much money. They expected it to be a success, I, but it got like $900 million almost. This is this is my thing. Wow. I think Spider-Man is going to be the, the one that makes the less money this year. That's why I think it's going to be. Of the three, yes. Of the I three. I think, I think it's going to be a billion. Endgame. You're absolutely right. But I think it's going to be Endgame. It's going to be Mar Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be Spider-Man. Yeah. In that order. I agree. You know, because so. like, Endgame is going to make over two billion dollars. Forget a billion. Oh yeah, it's gonna make over two billion. It might even it might even go higher. Well, you know? I don't know about three billion because two point seven billion is the record set by Avatar. Can it be two point seven? I don't know. So the last one only made two point one. It didn't even come close. True. It didn't even True. come close. So it's going to take a lot. Plus, no, I was going to say like. No, all Marvel movies are 3D now, so that's not a good point. But like, yeah, it, it made the one. Or Avatar made a lot more money than any movie. The, out the there. one, the one thing that's gonna hurt it is mm -hmm. its runtime. That's really the, long. Avatar was really long too, though. It's it's three hours long. Avatar was three hours long. Sure, sure, sure. But when when you talk about stuff like that, you you lessen the amount, the opportunity of of. 
playing it over and over again in the back in the in the movie theater, right? Yeah, because I guess we'll see though. Yeah, I guess we'll see how that. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Affecting, you know. But um, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> Marvel <laughs> Rams. Who is this all about? What Marvel? But yeah, yeah. Um, I I think Future that it's movies. a good strategy overall, regardless. One way. Yes. Or the other. Yes. I concur. I mm-hmm. concur. So agreed. Yeah, and and so after that, you know, we're we're talking about Aquaman. So now we go to the DC side of things. Mm-hmm. Aquaman two. We got a release date. We have a release date. All right. 2022. Aquaman of $1.14 billion so far That's worldwide. Really cool. That's just awesome. And by the way, I was looking at the numbers, random little bit of information, but like if if you look at the numbers for Aquaman, it's even it's even higher among the top movies of all time if you look at the domestic numbers. It actually made a pretty big buttload of money domestically. So it's up there even higher. But yes, what is our release date? Did you mention that? 2022. December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. Huh. Oh, so the day. So that's kind of really the only thing that we have coming up. Now that's, that's new. That's in terms of new announcements, right? Yeah, but that's interesting because mm-hmm. um, Star Wars traditionally release releases in December, mm-hmm. um, except for Solo. We saw how that went, <laughs> and. <laughs> next Star Wars movie is releasing in December as well, episode nine, December of this year. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Star Wars continues that trend because they made Crazy Bank, right, in December. They own December. I wonder if this gets moved eventually. I don't, I don't think so because you look at how how they're handling the Star Wars universe right now. It seems like they're moving away from the movie formula. Um, but we got two trilogies that are being worked on. We do have two trilogies that are being worked on, but do you really think that that's going to be something that's going to come out necessarily in 2022 specifically? Yeah, I think so. Because uh, we still have to wrap up at the end of this year. 2019 is is whatever the... Yeah, the Son of Darkness. That's the, pos- that's the title that's speculated. I right? want that to be the title. Yeah. That's, that's the speculated title for the Star Wars movie coming out later this year. You figure... You, you know, figure Vader fan film too. Oh yes, please. <laughs> I look. I look at it this God, way. That maybe. had me at the edge of my seat. Let's put it this way. You figure. Personally, I think at the, the earliest we're going to see another Star Wars movie. And this is just my personal, somewhat uninformed opinion. Is going to be twenty twenty one. So, like the the reason the reason I'm saying that the reason I'm saying twenty twenty one is because you figure. So you have you know the the new Star Wars movie as we mentioned coming out at the end of twenty nineteen, right? You figure there hasn't been any mention of any kind of production. There hasn't been any kind of mention of any kind of casting. There hasn't been any kind of mention of any kind of rumors. There's been no behind the scenes. There's been no mention of who's writing the script. There's been no mentioning of anything. Yeah, it's just anything. Nothing. Not a thing at all. Just mm-hmm. the fact that Ryan Johnson is 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 basically going to be behind it, right? That's it. That's all and, we know. And the other guys. Yeah. Um, Benny Off and Whites. Right. From Game of but the TV show, though. That's the TV show. No, 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 no. That's the movie. That's the movie. No, yeah. I always the get that TV show. The TV show is already wrapped. I always get that. Believe it or not. That's a different trilogy, okay? The, oh, Mandalorian's done. The Mandalorian's wrapped. Ooh. They're in, they're they're into post production. They're into you know doing vis effects and stuff. So like there you that. go. That's something that so, can take up twenty twenty. But you have right. nothing for the two trilogies then, because I keep forgetting that's not a TV show. That is a movie, right? Right. You have nothing at all, at all. No type of speculation. Again, no script, no nothing. Right. So I agree. Twenty twenty is going to be a lean year for. Both Marvel and Star Wars, right? I, Which I is totally why agree with that. 
2021, I think, is where you're going to see the first of any one of these trilogy movies to come out. I think 2021 at the absolute earliest. Since it always falls in December, you're probably going to see it in 2021 in December. Which means that unless there's definitely a possibility they could say, like, oh, let's have one year, one trilogy, and the next year, the other one. And then kind of have an all one-off formula for each of the trilogies. I still think you might not see another Star Wars movie until 2023 because I think they're going to be so wrapped up in the TV shows. Personal opinion, uninformed opinion, that's just basically why I think you might not see it around the same time. I, I just, before we get off this topic and, and move forward, um, I kind of I kind of am on the, the, the bandwagon of that you're going to see um, one-offs every, every other year. Because mm -hmm. we, we kind of had that right now mm -hmm. with the main trilogy mm -hmm. and the Star Wars stories. Right. So I, my personal opinion, because... They're they, shying away from that, though. Right. But but think about it this way. Benny and Weiss is attached to, to doing the Star Wars thing. They're not going to wait forever. They're not going to wait six, seven years before they start working on their project. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to start doing it in tandem. And so that's why... Me personally, the way I, I see it in terms of scheduling wise for these guys, they want to do other stuff. They don't want to be wrapped up in Star Wars and not be able to touch the property until six, seven years from now. Mm -hmm. And from for that aspect, that's why I think you're gonna see a Ryan Johnson one year, a Benny and Weiss the second year, back to Ryan Johnson, that kind of that kind of schedule, because these guys want to work. And if that if they weren't going to touch the property until after the Ryan Johnson trilogy was wrapped, you know, for that, why even announce it? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's true. So that's the that's the only reason why I think we're going to get that stuff that way. That's true. Well, you, well, that's that's at least the the, the idea when it comes to um, the release date and how we feel it's going to happen in terms of Aquaman. That's our reasoning. In other news, though, there's a little bit of updates or, or a couple of updates coming from the Marvel Universe as well, from the MCU. Um, we talked a little bit earlier about Guardians of the Galaxy and its place in the MCU. Uh, it looks like it's been pushed back from its May 2020 release date, um, but Kevin Feige has confirmed that they will be using James Gunn's script. So that's a little bit of good news. That'll make Batista happy. Yeah, that'll make Batista. He, he was threatening to quit, wasn't he? If they yes. didn't use James Gunn, James Gunn's script. Mm -hmm. So that's good news. Um, the other thing that I guess will be notable, at least, and you know, we definitely should shout this out. This article that we're looking at does come from Comics Beat, a uh, good resource for comic information, of course. But the information that we're seeing here, and something we've read certainly in other places as well, um, is it looks like the DCEU is moving away from being sort of a very, very, a very, very connected universe. Damn it. Um, they're trying to push it as something a little bit more uh, individual, basically. A lot of a lot more individual movies because you're looking at, well, movies and TV shows when it comes to the, you know, the Joker and all that stuff and all the other movies that are, that are going to be coming out. Shazam, Wonder Woman 1984, Birds of Prey. None of that really connects all that easily. If you look at it, because Wonder Woman 1984, how does that really connect? That's sad, though. Currently, it is, but I think it's the right direction for them right now. Yeah, I think right now the fact that just the connected universe just hasn't worked out from them, and the first, basically the first two movies where they tried to disconnect from the universe a little bit, which was Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Wonder Woman was connected, yeah, I know, but like, 
it wasn't I can't, I can't intricately connected. Bit. Yeah, but very small connection. It was like maybe a throwaway. It was mentions, line. yeah, exactly. Anything, you know, those two were they—they they were the best movies. They were the best movies in mm-hmm. DCEU so far. So maybe what they really need to do is focus on the individual first, and then lead us back to what they should have done in the first place. Lead us back to the big, Absolutely. you know, the big superhero reveal. And and I will say this much: we talked about it in the last episode, I believe. Uh, when you were talking about the the dark side, the dark side war yeah. comic, think about the potential here to actually lead into a well done dark side. If they just jump into the dark side and throw him in Justice League two in like two or three years, yeah. he's gonna suck. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Just like the Marvel, take Marvel, your time. It yeah. took ten years take, for them. Yeah, take your individual time to kind of set it up again. Let's say five years from now, if you have, I don't know, maybe six or seven movies under your slate by then. Hopefully, you have little hints. From Dark Side in each of those movies, just like it was in the MCU, mm-hmm. you didn't explicitly see Thanos in every friggin' movie. There were a couple that he was a little bit more featured in. Yeah, it started off small with like little, Nick Fury. Yeah. Hey, I want to recruit you for this initiative. I exactly. We could lead ourselves back into that and then really do the GCEU justice. So I think it's a good move. And it's just like you said, this is the way they should have done it at the beginning. Of course. They, yes. they saw what Marvel was doing and they tried to rush into this thing mm-hmm. and it failed spectacularly 100 you know they should have done they should have done it this way you know mm-hmm. i mean you got a justice league movie before you even got a batman movie that, that that's just that's just crazy you know so it's yeah. it's um i think this is the right way to go um kevin sujahara which is the guy that's running dc right now it looks like he's he's steering the ship the right way they finally have a clear voice now, granted, this is still early in the game for them, but I think, again, I think this is the right direction for them. Focus on the standalone movies. Focus on building characters that people care about, mm-hmm. and then you can start to try and tie elements together. We'll that's what that's what out. Marvel did. Marvel, <laughs> they gave you little bits of people. They gave you people that you would care about over 10 years, and then they hit you with the big stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And they built it. They took their time doing it. You say what it took from Iron Man to Avengers was about five years. Mm-hmm. But still, like that's way more time than they took on, on the DC. Yeah, they had and to wield up to what? To Steppenwolf? <sighs> Come on. Like yeah. really I mean he's cool but in the comics. That's yeah, that's the thing he though. Cool Steppenwolf, he, he's pretty boss. But he's, he was just so terrible in that movie. Yeah, there was I mean, no like, there was no clear reason for Doing anything. Mm-hmm. There's no there was no hint of him, there was no build up to him except for the, the Batman's vague comments that like something's coming. And they never even yeah, they never yeah, even no, leaned just... into that in Justice League. That whole that whole scene where f- the Flash came and said, you know, he had that, that questioning yeah. thing. She's they, the key. They never even went back to that. They never went back into the nightmare sequence. You know, it, it's. It, I mean, well, that, that can be talked about with the Snyder cut and all that stuff. Too, yeah, but you know, but, but either it was way, just, it was a misstep, and hopefully they're learning from it. I don't know. Any other choice opinions on this one, guys? Does anybody think this is a bad idea or a good idea? No, no. Okay. I just hope they do it right. Yeah, that's the key, and I think by doing this reset, kind of, that'll give them a chance to do it. Yeah, that's my opinion, at least. Going back to Marvel. Disney Plus is connected to Marvel, the MCU. Yep. And that's um, a change, right? Yeah. There are shows including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Agent Carter, 
um, Runaway, stuff like that. Yeah. So the, the, the thing about the Marvel TV universe is that um, with the MCU, there there's like a love-hate relationship between the two. Because you look at the Netflix shows, and they kind of mention the MCU in passing. They always call it the incident, the thing in that, the, the, the battle thing in New York, York, the thing in New York. Yeah. Um, the big green guy thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was Kingpin. I think they only mentioned Thor by name. By name, exactly. It's the only one by name. They've been to they say the word Thor in one of the shows. Because I just saw it, remember, I'm going through the whole thing yeah. again, right? I saw it in one of, I think it was in the Defenders, actually. Probably. They say something about Thor by name, but that's the only thing I've seen. They've never really zoomed into the MCU. So Marvel has like an internal civil war? Yeah. yeah pretty it, much? It kind of <laughs> is, you know what I'm saying? And you look at Runaways. Runaways is a really good show on Hulu's. They don't mention the MCU at all, right? And I haven't watched season two, so I will say that. Um, you look at Cloak and Dagger, which just concluded, and they're coming. They're coming back with their second season mm -hmm. again. No real mention of the MCU. Um, what other What other shows are out there? So Legion, Shield, Agents, 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 Agents of Shield, Legion, Agents of Shield. I know it does. Shield did Agents of Shield actually is very. It's very closely intertwined with it. It's the closest one. Yes and no, because I, I I'm a fan of Agents of Shield. I've watched it since the beginning, right? And one of the things that hurt Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at the very beginning was the fact they were trying too hard to intertwine themselves with the MCU. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was is that the show was actually stunted because of it because they were waiting for certain events to happen in the movies before they could get into it. And it really was, it really was noticeable when they were doing Captain America Winter Soldier because one of the things that happened in... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. directly tied into the Winter Soldier. And ever since that, they've kind of shied away of tying it in, and the show has been better for it. Now, this last season, they had their most direct interaction with the MCU because um, they actually mentioned Thanos by name. That was the Ooh. one and yeah, only time, right? Huh? The one and only time that he gets mentioned in any of the shows, pretty much. Right, and but they directly mentioned because they were they were actually off Earth, and they mentioned something's going on in Wakanda. Mm -hmm. Some big event is happening, and they they mentioned Thanos by name. That's about the closest that they've been ever since Winter Soldier, where they really mentioned um, the MCU, and it's going to be interesting because they're coming back this summer, so. Mm -hmm. They're in the timeline of the events that are, that were happening with Infinity War. I'll tell you what, though, that's going to be easily solved to me, and I, I really feel like this is exactly what's going to happen. With time jump show? No, not a time jump. It's like I said before, they're going to erase the events of Infinity War. I'm convinced that that's what's going to happen. That's how they're going to reverse all the stuff that Thanos did, which is how you're going to be able to explain how how supposedly Spider-Man literally like starts right after the events of Infinity War. That's the only way you can explain that, in my opinion. The only way you can explain it is like if Infinity War never really happened because they went into the different dimension or into time and erased those events. So for me, it's going to be pretty easy to do that in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. because Infinity War is not going to have existed by the time they get to Season 3. Just my thoughts. So... You know what? It's it's very interesting that you say that because as as a fan of Agents of Shield, um, and not to spoil it for anybody, but 
you know, it, it's we're already getting into the next season. So, mm-hmm. um, in Agents of Shield, Phil Coulson dies again. Oh, <laughs> so you know, um, he it, the the way that they brought Who's him back, Captain Marvel. Jesus, I know. So so the way that they brought him back was like that they did a they did a thing. procedure called the Tahiti, right? And they manipulated him and 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 they brought him back. And there's a question of whether that was actually him. And at the very end, he catches some sort of disease and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he eventually ends up going with Melinda May, and they actually go to the heating, and the implication is that he dies, right? Okay. okay. Fast forward to season eight. He's back. Yeah. But he has no recollection of being a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Okay. okay. He has – and and again, this is – this is stuff that you piece together and stuff, okay, right? But what, but what does this have to do, though, with, like, the so, connection? So what I'm saying is that if we have a reset in in Endgame, there could be – it's a reshaping of reality, right? Yeah. And maybe the way that uh, that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. continues in bringing back Coulson is that we have a different reality where he was never part of yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. Or maybe he never dies. Like, they exactly. go back to the Battle of New York, it looks like, in the movie. Maybe exactly. he never dies because they already know that Loki's going to try to kill him, which means they're going to be like, hey, Loki, give us that freaking gun. You can't kill nobody, fool. Or maybe maybe stab him. I'm sorry. Maybe that doesn't even happen because, remember, the events of Battle of New York was because of Thanos. Yeah. So if you reshape and and you take Thanos out of the equation, right, and it right. never happened. We're, we're getting too far into like theory territory. Exactly. But the but truth the truth of the matter is that yeah, they can reset anything they want if they do that. So right. and it, and it makes sense what you said because if that's what's going to happen in the next season of Agents of Shield, then maybe that's that's it's kind of like we already know what's going to happen. We just haven't realized what's going to happen because right. of Agents of Shield. So. It's an interesting thing. Listen, the, the the Marvel shows have to be connected because Tom Hiddleston is being cast as Loki. But right? he's going to do voiceovers. He's, he hasn't been cast officially in the capacity that he's going to be in the show. Uh, as far as I've, as I've seen so far. But right, he's they, still Loki. They, still Loki. It's a young they still got to pay him voice, voiceover exactly. money. Basically the same but he's the character in the MCU. And you Boy. Look at, um, the, the other show. <laughs> yeah. You look at the other show, Scarlet Witch and Vision. You look at the other show, Bucky and Falcon. Or Winter Soldier and Falcon. Right, exactly. Yeah, those are the confirmed shows. Loki, Vision, Scarlet Witch, and Winter Soldier and Falcon are all going to be specifically, intimately, intricately tied with the MCU. Yeah, but if you're no way pulling them right out of the MCU, of course they have to be tied. Exactly. So this comment is kind of like, well, duh. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, sort of. Exactly. But we'll see how all this stuff ties in. We'll see like if it's any good or not. And I don't know if anything we'll see in the end, like if this is a, if this is a better connection in terms of the Marvel Netflix universe, which never really connected at all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get off of the Marvel universe for a little bit and get into something that we can all enjoy. If you're not a fan of Marvel, if you're not a fan of other things and you're listening to our podcast and you're wondering, when are they going to talk about something other than Marvel and Star Wars? We got you something right now. Okay. Our main topic of the week, gentlemen, is to put it a couple of different ways. What are those movies that you enjoy that are so bad they are good? Your guilty pleasures, the movies that you really liked that pretty much everybody else thought. Movies and shows. And shows, yeah. Movies and shows. We're going to have fun with this one. Uh, so, yeah, movies and shows. 
thank you for reminding, uh, that you guys liked, that everybody else thought... Eh, or they, would make fun of you for if, sucked. you know, they knew you watched Yeah, or they might make fun of you, give you a wedgie, do something like that, bully yeah, you around the a little bit. The shows you watch in private... The shows you watch were in the, well, not that kind of private. Okay. Bro. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Now. I didn't say anything. Again, this is a family show. You know? Okay. The Man, shows that get you guys some video oh, right here one boy. of these days. Oh, boy. All right. Who wants to start us off with something that's so crappy it's fantastic? All Come right. on, people. All right, sure. I'll, I'll go first. Who wants to be first? So, the first two that I'm going to name. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I know that they have. There are a couple choice films that some people like, mm-hmm. but for me, I especially with one of them, the la- the latest movies, it's just so bad. <laughs> but I have to watch it anyway for the sake of. Oh, I need to see it through. Terminator, the Terminator series. Again, like I said, you have that really nice second movie. Honestly, one of the best. Terminator, yeah. It's a a really nice movie. One (laughs) of the ones that I actually enjoyed. One of those that I enjoyed a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I mean, not as much as number two, but I I could sit down and watch it uh, and and, and have an enjoyable time with it. Mm -hmm. I actually was a little bit fond of Terminator Salvation. Terminator Salvation? Yeah. Uh, I can agree with that as a movie that kind of was like, because that was a lot of like Christian Bale overacting, which was kind of funny. Right. And what was the the name of the other guy? Um, Sam Worthington. I mean, not Sam Worthington. No, it's not Sam Worthington. It's this knockoff Sam Worthington, isn't it? I can't remember that guy's name. Let's see. This is how this this movie kind of like lands in in the canon. Nobody knows who the heck is in it because we know that's the thing. I liked that guy, he was also Perseus in the in the Clash of the I Titans. That was Sam Worthington, that was Sam Worthington, yeah. Yes, it was. It I'm was sorry, Sam Worthington, right. you were right. Oh, okay, so then, yeah, him. <laughs> this uh, is <this laughs> actually a pretty had, good cast. If one yeah, of the members actually, Anton Yelchin was in it, as well as Bryce Dallas Howard, Common, Helen LeBottom, Bottom Carter was in it. Uh, still, I can kind of see where you're coming from because there was just a lot of over. No, get out of here! Out of no, he wasn't. I, I would Did remember sure. if Terry Crews was in there. Terry Crews, Terry, Terry Crews is everything, right? <laughs> That's he also was, true. He was Captain Jericho. Terry Crews is Elias. Elias everywhere. But oh. what, 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 what would Terry Crews say? No, something that we. This is somewhat of an obsession between me and Elias. Something that we both liked that many other people might not like is, or it's an obsession of ours. Okay, yeah. We really love the Old Spice commercials (laughs) with Terry (laughs) Crews. I have a son. But that's not even so bad. It's good. That's just so good. It's good. Yeah. yeah there's nothing wrong with those commercials at all. That's no, no, no. There's nothing the wrong with it. It's just that. It's just brilliant. My, my, Terry Tate. Terry Tate. Yeah, I know. But my, my point there what being is that, is that <laughs> if Terry Crews was in Terminator Salvation, I think I'd be the first to know. It's been maybe yeah. maybe he was Terry. He was Terry. This was Terminator in the movie before he was Terry Crews. You know, like like the <laughs> Terry Crews you know and love. You know. I have to now just knowing that Terry Cruz is in it, we gotta watch it again. Yeah, but 
like I said with the Terminator series, it really just started to get downright crappy after Genesis. Oh. I'm sorry. After Genesis? I mean, no. When when Genesis came out. Sorry. The machine when Genesis like, came Yeah, out. even the third one that came before Salvation yeah. wasn't that great either, in my opinion. But, that, right, but that's Genesis not even, was worse. I'm sorry. Genesis was, it was worse. Genesis, Genesis was awful. That was that's not even a so bad it was good movie. That's just a, they, that movie. They is gave away the, the the main thing that happens in the trailer. Yeah, that's you why know? it was kind of like it didn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. What other stuff are we looking at, kids? What else? You got some well, other stuff for um, Transformers, the Transformers franchise. Which one? The, the the movies, the live action Michael Bay the movies. Okay. Like I said, I have a few. I have a. I have a few choice selections there too. I. I really like Revenge of the Fallen, mm-hmm. and ooh, I, there was and Bumblebee, of course, the one that came out. But everyone loves oh, that. That was a good movie, right? Yeah, but the, I, I think the main one here is Revenge of the Fallen, because mm-hmm. like it was after that point where it's like okay, now it's just getting downright wacky. But every now and again, I I watch Revenge of the Fallen. It, it, I really liked it. Another thing, this is one that it's not so much that it's bad, it's just I really like to laugh at it. Okay. <laughs> and I really like to name all the moves that you see in this movie, because I know all of them in the game. The 95 Mortal Kombat movie. Ah, <laughs> Like, oh man. Like, I think that's a guilty pleasure for a lot of people. That was an exercise yeah. in terrible, but so good. It's so, exactly. such good terrible. Yeah. Um... I actually saw this movie. I won't lie. It was a bad movie. But the reason why I liked this next one is because they actually got some of the mythology down packed and right. Um, Gods of Egypt. Oh, okay. It was a little wacky. It it really was wacky. Like, I mean, the gods were in like gold and silver plated. It (laughs) It was a little bit too extra. Yeah. But like... A lot of the things they did get right, like um, the way uh, the sun god Ra drives the, the sun chariot, and every single day it's a, this eternal fight between him and the, and the sun eater, who's once, one, one day supposed to eat the sun, Fofus. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that really, you know, I got perked up when I saw it. I'm like, ah, oh, this movie sucks, but at least they got something right. Well, you got Robin from Titans in there. Really? Yeah, he's the, the kid. Oh, that, uh... see, it wasn't that good that I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He was—he was the kid that uh, that was helping. Uh, oh, he was the one who he got split up with from his girl. Yes, yeah. that was him. Okay. I now vaguely I vaguely remember. remember that movie, but I, that's the thing that I remember most. You had right. Robin in there. You know. Second up on my list, this one isn't a laughable one. The the one at the top is going to be the laughable one. <laughs> That you guys might be like, what? Really? You watched that? Okay. But the second one, and it's a very polarizing movie because it did good in some respects, but in others it was like, yeah, it was a little campy or whatever. AVP 2004. I will always love that film to the day I die. Will we watch it a thousand times? The end, not even the end fight. The first fight between the alien and the and the Celtic predator that was an amazing fight, where he was like he grabbed him by the tail and he just went around and around and around and he's hitting him on all the pillars and it's just Whoa. it's like an old wrestling move, right? <laughs> That's the point, right? You pick out the good moments that you really enjoy. Yeah, and then the the press the 
the coup de grace of this movie for me was the fight between the queen and the and the human and the predator. I was like, oh, okay, the crap's getting real. <laughs> was this the, that movie like at the end? They With were like the temple. In the, in the, no, they were in like in a spaceship, and then like a, a small alien came out of a predator. Or was that? Yeah, the that movie? was yeah, the very, the, very, that's the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this that movie you're talking. Yeah. About? Okay, cool. Amazing. Yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> and now the last one. That was a good movie. <laughs> the last go. one. This is the one that's gonna make us laugh. This is the one that's probably gonna make you go what? Oh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of went through this exploratory phase because. I've seen that it had a lot of buzz and one of the one of because it's a series, it's a show, but it's split up into three separate shows that follow a chronological timeline. Okay. I was interested in the one in the middle. But okay. if but me being a completionist, I before I just jump straight into the middle, I have to see the preceding material. This show was the vampire diary. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard. Interesting. You know. Yeah. So the whole the whole thing behind that was that I was like, okay, you know what? Let's see what all the buzz is about. And for some reason, I couldn't just stop watching it. <laughs> you just couldn't pull yourself away. No, I couldn't. I I I ended up getting invested in it. Up until this day, they're currently going through the third show, Legacies. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to see this through. Because <laughs> I saw The Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Then I saw the one I originally wanted to watch. The pop pun, the originals. And then when that ended, it's like, oh, so there's more. You know, why not? <laughs> you know. It's like I might as well continue into this crap fest as far as I can possibly get at this point. Yeah, that's the other thing. I when I Because the main reason... The other main reason that I watch the show is because you guys know how I, I, I run a, a, a D&D session, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also like to – because what I do with that is I sort of aggregate different lore and myths, and I kind of like mushy-mosh it all together to make it work. Okay. So I was looking at it – Your campaign somewhat, is a multiverse. Yes, it basically is. So what I did was – Okay, it's a vampire show. I was look, looking into vampire lore at the time, so mm-hmm. let's see what the show had to offer. <laughs> and I actually got invested in the lore of the vampires. So it was pretty interesting. That's something that can actually save a TV show or a movie if, if it's not that good. It can have, like, even if the story is not that good, it can have pretty good lore. Yeah, that's what really got me invested. That's why, um, just to, to mention this one, actually, since we're already on the topic of, of vampires and like how lore can save a movie, Blade Trinity is kind of a so-bad-it-was-good movie for me. I still enjoyed that. Um, not the least of which is a censored uh, Ryan Reynolds joke that I cannot name here, but I think many people will know the line that I'm talking about. Uh, he uses some very, very bad language uh, in referring to... Let's just say some lady parts. Um, but yeah, like for me, Blade Trinity is is a movie that kind of fits into the... It's one of Ryan Reynolds and um, Jessica Biel. Mick Rory was um, Dracula, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah, from, uh, mm-hmm. from, um, from Legends of the 
yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was Dragon Dominic, that. Dominic Purcell is, I think, his name. Yes, that's his name, Dominic Purcell. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what his name. He was Dracula. And that movie Isn't Dominic Purcell Captain Cole? Yes. No, he's he's no. not Captain Cole, he's the other guy. Uh Dominic Purcell is the guy that plays um Heatwave. Yeah. Okay. He's his he's his, he's his uh, sidekick. He's Captain okay, Cole's sidekick. Right. Yeah, Captain Cole. I guess is, I got the his name is names uh, messed up. <laughs> Wet, Wetworth Miller. Yeah, Wetworth Miller is yeah, Captain yeah. Cole. That's Captain oh, Cole. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, that I remember. That much I remember. Right? I've seen a couple of seasons of that as well. Of the Flash, uh, at least. But you gotta yeah. watch Legends of Tomorrow. That's actually the best DC show. Is it's it? A, oh, it's it's bananas. I heard Arrow is still the best one. No, no, no. Listen, Arrow's. I I have to catch up to that, but I can see where they're saying it's getting good again. But Legends of Tomorrow is also really good. It's wacky. They okay. they don't care. They've had George Lucas on there. <laughs> They've had um, the, the one of one of the seasons. The big boss fight was against the teddy bear. No, they became a teddy bear to fight. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's guy. right. They became a, they became a teddy bear to fight the, the demon, demon Moloch. You know, and then they also had they also had to kill. So a is unicorn. that so bad? It's good. It's oh yeah, like to kill is. a unicorn. Okay, don't yeah, don't go that. too far. I I still need to catch up on yeah, that season, yeah, but I saw that is, part. They, was, <laughs> they went to Woodstock and there was a killer unicorn killing everybody. So yeah, okay, you gotta watch. And Legends it made tomorrow. people trip. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch Legends tomorrow. It's 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 awesome. Interesting. And interesting side note, they actually also had um oh who's the the steward of Gondor? He actually made an appearance on the Denver show too. Yeah, and it was literally the way they did it was they the bad guy kind of sound. The way they rationalized it is, so they had this specific moment where, okay, we got to trick one of the bad guy's members that, um, that we got to trick them into giving away their location or something like that. So what they do is that, hey, this guy actually sounds like Lord Denethor from <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Let's actually go visit Denethor on the set of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So it actually went to yeah. where he was playing a steward. Yeah. So that was that was an interesting. I, I think thing. they also mentioned Godzilla in one of the episodes, also. Oh, uh, that's I think that's one of the episodes that I'm not. Yeah, it, it, the, the show is bonkers. So let, let's just put it that way. Yeah, that, and that that's pretty a much guilty pleasure right there. Okay. End of itself. Okay. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. There you go. Oh. Go for it. So. That was a weird transition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love it. So one movie, dilly, dilly. one movie that a lot of people hated, and a movie that I liked was Dragon Ball Evolution. Wait, what? Uh, duh, 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 wait, duh. wait, wait, just listen to my reason. I thought reason. we were talking wait, about. Wait, just listen to my reason. Wait a okay. Just listen to my reason. I think you pulled the one eighty on us. Exactly. <laughs> wait. We were the reason, at it the reason why I like Dragon Ball Evolution. Is because it sucks. That's what makes it entertaining. So it is. But so I bad thought that it sucked so much just, that you couldn't even like it sucking. Yeah, I thought you just hated it terribly, and that was it. Okay, but no, no, was, I'm not. I'm not trying to change your opinion, but that's just what you said. Like how many weeks earlier? Okay, but it was kind of funny on how dumb it was. I, I do you have, have to, to admit. Agree. You have yeah, to admit. I do have to agree. It was a soul sucking experience <laughs> to watch it. But there were some points there where we were just like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. We just had to laugh it out. So I, I kind of see where you're coming from with that one. Yeah. It it, it, it was 
It, it was so bad. It, yeah, it was loosely but based was, off, but it was so funny that it was so horrible that it was funny. Okay, but but not in a it's so bad it's good kind of way. It's a no. it's so bad we have to laugh because otherwise we're crying kind of way, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, I, I I can see where you're coming from with that one. What okay. else you got? Uh, cabin in the woods. Same thing. I hated it and I just laughed. <laughs> yeah. Well, was Cabin in the Woods that movie where it's supposed to defy the rules of like a standard horror movie? Thor was in that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the one with the interesting ending. Where the <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to spoil very it if anybody's seen it, but yeah, very it had a very interesting. interesting ending where there was a choice made, <laughs> and it wasn't quite the best choice to make <laughs> in terms of. Humanity. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just leave it at that. If you if you guys have watched Cabin in the Woods, you know what we're talking about. And if you haven't, maybe you want to go watch it. Maybe not, but that was a choice. Yeah, none of these are actual recommendations. Yeah, exactly. A lot of I, these... I, I actually have well, well, kind for of. me, AVP like, is a recommendation. Yeah, I like Cabin in the Woods. I, th- I thought it was a it, it was you. a different. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was exactly. pretty well rated. Yeah. But that's enough. You know what? We'll call it a guilty pleasure. What yes. else? What else you got? That's actually it. Okay. It's only two. All right. All right. What you, what you got? Okay. So let's see. I'll jump into a couple here. I guess we'll start off with a couple of movies that I've uh, recently, I guess, watched. Was As you know, I have to give a special mention to The Room. That's already <laughs> I become... still have to watch that. You gotta watch it. You and I should watch it together. You gotta watch it with somebody. Yeah, you gotta watch it with somebody. You gotta come over and, and watch it. If you don't watch it with somebody, it's not gonna be as good. That's kind of like the thing, maybe. Uh, well, not with all of these, but with a decent amount of these, it's almost better to kind of watch them with somebody so you can see, like, you can laugh at how like terrible they are. Right? Well, yeah. Well, your drink is actually usually a good idea, possibly. <laughs> That's the only way you can get through some of these things, right? You know, actually, that is a way that I got through uh, Iron Fist. <laughs> So, oh wow! <laughs> season I'm one. I'm serious. Iron Fist season one, one episode. Oh, wow. I decided that I was like so thoroughly not entertained by it. Like, and I actually thought it. Game? I thought actually thought it ended up being a decent show. But I turned. I turned. What did I turn into a drink here? Every time that Ward <laughs> sighed, <laughs> Ward was cool though. I like Ward. Yeah, but he all good. he did was. Yeah, I know. <sighs> <laughs> That is true. That is true. But he's—I really like him because he was in Banshee. I, if I if I remember correctly, okay. Um, the he, guy, the actor who played the Ward, actor who played him Ward, up, Tom Pelfrey. He was one of he was one of the he was one of the sheriffs if I if my memory serves me. Right. Yeah, he turned out to be a very sympathetic character and at the beginning it was just like this guy is just a gotta, douche and I hate yeah. him and I don't want to listen to anything at all that he says. But then, like over he the course of the show. Him. This is the actor. I don't know if you've ever seen him before. If he is in the show, like like was mentioned, I think he is. There's a couple of other pictures of him. Yes, he was. He was the he was the the police officer that had all the tats. Remember? Okay. Well, that he was working with the guy. I I I don't. Did they have Lucas? Lucas Hood. Lucas Hood. Then that was never his real name. No. They never even said his real name. By by the way, if you haven't really watched Banshee. Because it's just freaking awesome. I didn't even finish the freaking show. You haven't finished it? No, I haven't. Dude, what's going on? Is that on Hulu? 
I don't know. I don't think so. We, we gotta no, figure it's it on. Out. It's on. It's on Stars. It's on Stars. No, right? was it Stars or was it Cinemax? It's, it's not on Mortar or Mobile. But <laughs> <laughs> that's it's on one of those things. Go watch it. It doesn't. That's what it is. It doesn't matter. So anyway, getting back to the, um, oh yeah, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Drinking game. Lucas. No, not Lucas. Every time that Ward. Would sigh, I would have a shot. That ended up being a very bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get like, well, I get really drunk, but I, no, that's that's probably not t- entirely true because I was fine while watching the episode and all through the episode, and I got to the end of the episode, but I must have done like a good ten or fifteen shots. <laughs> um, and and what, in one hour though. <laughs> 50 minutes? <laughs> 10 or 50 shots I've certainly done over like an evening, but in the course of one 51 minute television show, that's raw. That's man. really compressed, man. That's raw. Yeah, because, like I said, I was fine, and then we were watching something else, me and my friend, 45 minutes later. I was like, I didn't get sick or anything, but I was like, whoa. This room is spinning more than I'm accustomed to in the last like 15 years. You know, like that's what's I'm not called, in my 20s. That's what's called the so word effect. Anymore. Yeah, that's the word effect. <laughs> But yeah, and then the next morning I had a little bit of a hangover because of Ward. So some gun that was a, that could qualify a little Freaking bit. Freaking Ward, right? Yeah, that could qualify. It was all Ward's fault, man. Um, but yes, so I turned that into a drinking game. It was a bad idea. But let's tell you guys a little bit more about some of the other great and terrible stuff um, that I that I've uh, enjoyed over the years. Um, I actually was just talking about this yesterday with somebody. The movie They Live, John Carpenter movie, Roddy Roddy mm-hmm. Piper. Um, I actually like that movie. I actually like that movie too. Well, I don't think it was very well reviewed at the time though, but I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. It's a movie with Roddy Roddy Piper, uh, John Carpenter. It's like a horror movie. You know, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, right, ASAP? Yeah. Um, it's a cult classic, so it kind of stretches the boundary of so bad it's good, but it because actually, a lot of people like it. It actually got pretty good ratings. All right, well, you know what? Whatever. It I think it's matter. so bad it's you know good. It's going to go on my list anyway. I don't care what they well, thought about it. Like it's it's John Carpenter, so actually it probably did get a good, some pretty decent reviews. He was really big back then. But, like, it's basically, it's based on, um, actually, a comic book, if I'm not mistaken, or a graphic novel. Uh, um, uh, yeah, take a look at that, because actually I noticed... Short story. Short story, excuse me. There was an animated comic as well. There was a comic. Short story, but uh, so it's a short story. And very briefly, the story of the movie is that Rowdy Roddy Piper, well, it's just some random dude, basically, kind of sort of, he happens upon in a crazy roundabout way, he happens upon in this pair of sunglasses, and the sunglasses allow you to see the fact that, that there are human beings that are or aliens, I should say, that disguise themselves as human beings. There's a whole society of aliens. Those are some powerful This is what they look like. This is what they look like. You know? You got to see what they look like. Humans disguised as aliens? Aliens disguised as humans? This is what they look like. For reference. Destroy all humans? For anybody that hasn't seen this movie, tell me this is not the ultimate in camp. Come on. That's what they look like when you put the glasses on. So they're like X-ray glasses, kind of. I'd be cracking up, right? See, that's why it's so bad. It's good. That's why it's so bad. Aliens look remarkably like human skeletons. And also, what else? Billboards. All the billboards in the newspapers, and when you open them up, there's no text on them with the sunglasses on. It might say "obey" or like marry yeah. or procreate it's like one word like subliminal commands basically so like that's apparently something that's underlying so Roddy Roddy Piper discovers these glasses finds out they're secret aliens 
ends up discovering a secret of society people, of people. It's Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. He, I, he cool. was awesome in that movie, though. Okay? Yeah, he, was. he was good he was. in that movie. And was he wearing and, like, like his? Uh... <laughs> no, he wasn't wearing a kilt. Oh God! Yeah, he wasn't actually. That would make it even better. But so he, he discovers the underground well, resistance. The basically, lights. there's a resistance. Um, and and something that's important to note: Keith David is also in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, and to wrap up, like one of the things that kind of makes this movie so bad, it's good for me is like they have one of the longest fights, brawls I've ever <laughs> seen. Most ridiculous brawl. They like fall out a window. They're like fighting in an alleyway. They're like hitting each other with stuff. They have this crazy fight for like 10 minutes, it felt like, like in the movie. They're just beating each other up. And you know who Keith David is. He's a pretty big guy, too. Yeah. So, like, he could definitely hold his own against Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um, great voice that Keith David made. He's like kind Goliath. of like but Goliath. Goliath. Gargoyles. Exactly. Um, but, but the reason why this fight is even more ridiculous is because the entire fight is Rowdy Roddy Piper basically trying to get Keith David to put the glasses on so he can see the other <laughs> like, put the glasses like, on. No! No, he's like fighting him to not put the glasses on. Like, so what's the fashionable? Yeah, instead of like putting the glasses on and being like, I don't see anything, he fights him not to put the glasses on for 10 minutes, man. Like, it's ludicrous. I love I love how campy that movie is to me. That's was that the eighties or the nineties? That is an eighties movie. That's an eighties right? movie. For, oh, you got for show, for man. show. Um, another let's let's talk about a TV show. This probably actually was kind of fame, a little more popular, a little more well received. It's pretty random, but you guys remember the show Alf, Alien Life Form? Um, for those who haven't seen it, this was a show in the eighties. Featuring an alien character that looks the 80s, man. like this. Oh, I, he, <laughs> he's a, he looks like a Muppet. He is. A, he was he a Muppet a on Muppet. the show. Yeah. Oh. Wait, he was a Muppet on the show. I know him from somewhere. Yeah, he's, he's still kind of around. He's been like around in like commercials and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Why does but... he look like a pig more than he does? <laughs> <laughs> he looks ridiculous and he has an affinity. He loves to eat cats. Like it's just... What? Uh, it's totally... This is a family show. It's a totally ridiculous show. Basically, like he comes from space. He like crash lands on Earth and a family just takes him in. Just, just takes him in. <laughs> so it's like it's like ET. Let me get a squeaker over here. But a sitcom. Oh no. Yeah. It's like ET, but it's a sitcom where like if ET like wanted to eat your cat, like that's basically yeah, kitty, what I'll Kitty, kitty, kitty. Okay. ET wanted to eat your cat. Yeah. And he had this weird where he's like talked a little bit like this, like in you know, the cartoon or whatever. Um, so Alf, Alien Life Form is who another one. Who would adopt them? Worthy of mention. <laughs> That's why it's so good. Someone That's who so owns good. dogs. That's why it makes That's no like, sense. A mother loves that face somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much so, on Alf's home planet. Come on. He's probably he's probably a really handsome guy on this planet. Yeah. Look, I'm not pro yeah, plan B, Brad, but Brad Pitt is playing. Yeah, look, look at that. The way he's got his hair combed and stuff like that. One down nose. Look, I, I, I'm not pro plan B, but it has exceptions. <laughs> 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 get rid of that, whatever that is. Let's see. What else can we talk? Oh, speaking of Hulk Hogan. One of my favorites, certainly from the eighties. Chris Hemsworth. I mean, they're gonna probably maybe they'll mention this movie, No Holds Barred. No. Okay. So this is a movie with Hulk. This is the only movie Hulk Hogan made that was actually about wrestling. Okay. And it 
is the craziest piece of junk you'll ever see in your life. He fights uh, Zeus, Tiny Lister, who was what president? Of the, he was president of the universe in the Sixth, <laughs> in the sixth Sense. I'm sorry, not Sixth Sense. Um, the Fifth Element. The Fifth Element. He was president of the universe. <laughs> what kind of title is that? It was he was Debo in Friday, like. If, if you've ever seen this guy, I'll show you a photograph of him as well. Emperor of the Galaxy. I'm the president of the universe. His name is oh, Zeus. You gotta, you gotta see. Just to really he was, a, he was a wrestler. Well, yeah, he was a wrestler. He was also. like, he was like, he's just the president of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> president of the universe. <laughs> That's kind of what he looked like back then. Okay. So he fights this guy in the movie. Hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta lean into the face. <laughs> I got, I got one. You like that? Elias loves that. Here we go. There you go. There we go. There's a, there's a nice, pretty photograph of Tiny Lister right there. That's, yep, that's Zeus right there. Looking about as happy as you can get. This is him in the WWE, actually, apparently. It's not him in the movie. Um, WWE, I guess, well, it's not in WWE logo, so I guess, must he come back? I don't know. Maybe. I guess. Who knows? But, like, that was definitely another guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, he had a suit in that movie. It was out of control. Like that movie I, sounds hella dumb. It was so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> it's it's like Rocky for wrestling, but like oh, it's a really badly Hart? done. Yeah, the whole yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. It's a really badly done Rocky for wrestling. Like there's a part where like that like the, this wouldn't happen. I mean, like, maybe it would, but like there's a part where the dude literally rips out the corner post and tries to put it through Hulk Hogan's head. Like on what? the mat, he rips out the corner wrestling post in the wrestling match. Dude, at the end dude, of his dude, dude, he tries to kill him, dude. That that would happen in ECW, but like, <laughs> not even he tried to put it. He ended up putting a hole in the ring. Do you remember ECW? Some of the matches they used to have. I don't think I ever saw them pull a ring post out they and try had, to stab somebody through the remember, head with it. Do you remember the wrestling fans? <laughs> that's some underworld shit. Right? Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> wrestling fans will remember this. Do you remember there was a match once? I think it was with RVD and Sabu, mm-hmm. where they were suspended <laughs> up on a wooden plank. And below the ring was nothing but barbed wire. That was ECW. It was called Extreme Cage Championship Wrestling. Extreme Championship Wrestling. It that still was, wasn't that crazy. But that was, was a tape match. They go. They used to go insane. I remember some of the baddest. I've never seen anybody. His barbed wire under the take ring. Take a gigantic no, no, metal not under the ring. post. On top of the ring. The whole oh, ring was barbed the wire. The whole ring was just like, barbed you know, wire. The floor is so lava. You fell down. The floor is barbed wire. Boy, you're going to have a couple of scratches. So you don't want to make contact with... Like, you don't want to fall off that post you gotta, at all, You got to stay on the plank. No, it was it was like a... Uh, it, it was like a two-foot-wide plank that they were fighting on. Oh, shoot. And literally, if you got knocked down, you would fall down onto the barbed wire. Oh, <laughs> They were crazy. You know the one, the one's biggest regret is that we never go, we would never go, we never went to go see ECW at the Elks Lodge. Yeah, they used to have it here in Queens a lot. Yeah, um, on Queens Boulevard, uh, all the time, all the time. You can get tickets for that, like, but they were literally fighting the stands. They took whatever was available to them and just beat the crap out of each other. And basically, yeah. that was kind of like what No Holds Barred was, but not exactly. <laughs> there was no barbed wire. Hulk Hogan certainly bled, but it's this insane move. There's, there's the obligatory, Shoot, like, Hulk Hogan's about to lose, and he looks over at his love interest, and, like, she oh, cheers him on, and he gets up and fights back. 
All that stuff is in there. Did he do the thing? Was it his daughter? I don't even remember who the hell it was. Did you, did yeah, he did, did some the of the he did some of the Hulk stuff in the movie for ah, sure. Nice. So that was another one that I enjoyed. Another one that was interesting in terms of movies to me was um, this is this is not going to be an exhaustive list because there's so many so bad it was good movies, but one that come to went to, came to mind immediately is Shoot 'Em Up from a few years ago with Clive Owen, Monica Bellucci, and Paul Giamatti. So this is kind of like. For me, the reason this movie is so bad as good is, is is it's kind of the movie for anyone that's ever had any kind of weird road rage. It's not a movie that's all about driving, but there's a scene that I have to mention specifically. It's kind of a movie for anyone who's like basically been pissed off at like dumb people and like decided to like do stuff to them as a result. Well, you need to go around killing people because that wasn't the premise of the movie. But yeah. the premise of the movie basically is Paul Giamatti is a jerk and he's trying to kill Clive Owen and Monica Bellucci. And like a whole bunch of other stuff happens, like that's kind of funny in 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 the rest of the movie. But like the thing that personifies the movie the best for me um, is, or at least one of my favorite scenes, because there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about. Some that's a little bit more X-rated, but one of the scenes is, I think it's a driving chase scene. They're driving around. Basically, it's Clive Owen and Monica Bellucci in the car, and there's there. It's a chase scene, if I'm not mistaken. There's a driver in front of them that keeps cutting them off without signal. So Clive Owen, just like me, doesn't really like it when people drive and make moves into other lanes without signaling. It's the easiest thing on earth to do. He makes the same comments as I do. It's basically an inch away from where your hand is on the steering wheel already. <laughs> Except Clive Owen takes it a step further than I would and rams that car off the road. <laughs> okay. That sounds like me and GTA. This is yeah, the kind exactly, of movie exactly. you run into, basically. It's totally insane. It's kind of like Sin City stylized craziness, but it's total insanity from start to finish. Like, there's all kinds of weird shootout scenes. Paul Giamatti <laughs> overacts the heck out of this movie. It is wonderful. He's a great actor, by the way. Paul Giamatti is a wonderful actor, but like, he has hammed it up like crazy in some movies before, not the least of which was the Spider Man movie where he played Rhino. I don't know what the hell. Oh, yeah. That He's was in weird. one of my favorite shows right now, Billions. That's a good show, I've heard. I've heard. He's a good I've, guy. I've seen like one episode that he's probably that's a show where you get to see him actually do some good acting instead yeah, yeah. of like being totally nuts and insane. He's yeah. been in a lot of good other good stuff too, like Sideways and stuff like that. He's been in a lot of great movies. He was he was in Lincoln with. Uh, he was Rhino in The Amazing Spider Man. And that's the one that I didn't Please, like. Oh, that with that Rhino. weird Russian accent. I don't know what the heck that was. <laughs> So I guess I'll wrap it up with a couple more movies. Like I said, this is by no means an exhaustive list. This is a conversation we can even have another time if you guys want, for sure. But I will probably end my list here with... Um, I'll go back to this one. I think I'm stealing from somebody else on this one, I bet. But uh, I like the old He-Man Masters. Ah, you took my glory. I did steal that yes. one from you. I'm sorry. I had to steal Darn. that one. Uh, that was actually that could tie into something else that I'll mention in the same sentence just because. Um, this would be stealing from you too, though. I might just let you lead into it because I think <laughs> you said you, you, you were going to talk about maybe you weren't going to talk about this one. Good uh, there were two Dolph Lundgren movies, basically. They're talking about Dolph yes. Lundgren and Masters of the Universe playing He Man, mm -hmm. and Dolph Lundgren, which some of you might not know, but he was the Punisher in the 80s. He yeah. played the Punisher. You never saw the skull in that movie, I don't Nope. It was none of the costume because nope. it was very loosely tied to the comic. Yes. They couldn't really get into into it in depth. But so He-Man Masters of the Universe is like 
I, Ivan Drago. The I Punisher. Can't, I can't describe it. Guys, so he man does. But it's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. That movie had had Frank Langella. I was gonna say the same thing. Of Sk- playing Skeletor. Frank Langella is, is like an accomplished actor. Yeah. He's the best part of that movie. Oh yeah, he, he really is. Actually, okay, and like yes, the, the movie makes no sense. Courtney Cox is in it, right? She's the female love yep. interest. Courtney Cox is in this when she was young. The instead of the storyline you're used to in He Man, they go way off he man like ends up on earth somehow he's looking yeah, for he's the cosmic a, key or whatever like it attorney, is right? yeah, he's not an attorney he ends up like getting to earth somehow he gets banished to earth he ends up i don't know how the heck he ends up on earth i forgot that detail but yeah. like he ends up back in attorney by the end of the movie if i'm not mistaken to fight yeah. skeletor he gives himself up to and he, yes he, he remember kneel you know the whole, yeah. the whole thing where it's basically like the emperor there's a part like the emperor shooting luke skywalker with lightning Skeletor basically does that in this movie to He-Man as well. But then you have the most iconic line of the film, which if I remember correctly is something along the lines of uh, when they're fighting at the end, how, does it, how do they set it up? It's something like... You know, he, they, they, they're talking, they're having a talking, monologue. Right? You know what and, I'm talking and about. And he goes, enough! And he was like, yes! yes let this, this be our final battle! battle. And they oh. just clash swords... <laughs> It's amazing because Frank Langella says it, but it's also oh, the corniest thing you've ever seen in your life. It is pure joy when he says it. We Come should on. all watch it. You guys would probably enjoy it because it's glorious. And you remember, we saw that in the movie theater, right? Yes, we did. And what was the part where everybody in the movie went nuts? Yeah, he the the sword. The, what what, oh, what was the name of that sword for for in He Man? Oh, oh man, man, I can't remember. The sword. It so was the sword, the sword of Eternia. Maybe I don't remember, but it's locked up in the in this like metal encasing, right? Uh-huh. And nobody can pull it out. But he grabs it and he pulls it out. And he's like, "I have the power!" And the movie theater went nuts. All the kids, because that was a kids movie, <laughs> yeah. right? At the end of the day, that movie theater went Whoosh. nuts. Everybody was like, "Yeah, he said it." It was. It was just. It was just. It was just. <laughs> It was like it was, it was an one of those thing. iconic lines. Yeah. It's just it, that's that. Whenever the, the whole thing about He Man is that he's Prince Adam, right? And he's this meek. He never was in this movie, right? Exactly. And he's this meek little Prince Adam, but he's like he's like three times the size of Hulk Hogan, right? No battle Cat either, and no Battle Cat either, right? But he's like <laughs> he's like this buff creature, yeah, bodybuilder Prince Adam that's very meek. He's scared of everything, but. You, he takes the, the 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 sword and he lifts it up in the air and he says, "I have the power." And he transforms into He Man, who's all of a sudden a badass. Exactly. Okay. All of a sudden, <laughs> and so, he has a he has a uh, green tiger named Cringer, who's the same way. He's afraid of everything. It's not a green movie. tiger. It's yeah. not in the movie, by the way. He's a green tiger named Cringer, who's not in the movies. In the but cartoon. when he changes, he's terrified. But yeah, when when he pulls the sword out, Cringer gets. But like battle armor and becomes battle cat. And, become, and becomes huge, right? <laughs> yeah, he becomes a little bit bigger. He doesn't get as yeah. big. But like, yeah, but he's, he's like, like all of a sudden he becomes like this this like terrifying like warrior basically that can destroy everything. It makes literally no sense. <laughs> That's so corny, but okay. <laughs> so so yeah. Um just to give the last mention to the other movie, then we're talking about the Punisher. Dolph Lundgren. Not much to say except the Punisher what goes to Japan and fights ninjas. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Oh, <laughs> something, God. Maybe the Punisher's done that in the comic books, but like I don't recall. 
I don't he punished yeah. ninjas? He punished the ninjas, man. <laughs> it was not nah, man. It was, it, it was the eighties. It was a weird time. Oh right? man, this is why this is why it's so upsetting that they canceled the John Bernthal Punisher because they finally got it right. But I mean, that's for me. Like, like I said, this is by no means an exhaustive list, guys. But there's a lot more that we could talk about. But like for today, those are a couple of good examples. Well, that is a perfect segue into my list. Jump in, Walt. Because you talked about Punisher of the 80s. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about Punisher of the 2000s. I think it was the 2000s, yeah. With the, There's two of them well, on my list. Well, yeah, there's one from the 90s and there's one from the 2000s. Because Punisher with Thomas, Thomas Jane. Jane and John Travolta. Which one is the one that he threw a, a boiled hot water at someone's face? That was the one with Thomas was, Jane. Yeah. But he was faking it, remember? Uh-huh. Remember there was, there was a scene where he was torturing a guy, like pretending to torture him, but he was actually like putting an, an, what, like an ice cream cone on his yeah, body. Yeah, it was, it was totally... Listen, really? That, that and the guy was screaming. He's like, ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! Stop! And the off. And he takes the blindfold off, and it's like a popsicle. Or exactly. <laughs> that, that movie... Yes. Was over reaction. That movie was... Really, really weird, and that one had the the iconic skull. Yes, and he had the the leather, the long leather jacket. It also had John Travolta, and it had John Travolta and it had it had the way that he got revenge against John Travolta. You remember? Oh, I love that part. Where where? No, no, not even remember because this was this Thomas this Thomas Jane iteration of Punisher. Punisher was a calculating Punisher. Yeah. Because remember, the way he did it was John Travolta's wife, he took a fake uh, fire hydrant Mm -hmm. and put it in front of John Travolta's car so that he could get a ticket so that the wife could find out about it so he can kill the wife, John Travolta, right? (laughs) (laughs) He killed his wife over like the, the... Movie ticket, right? Something like that. I mean, the, the movie ticket, the, the, the parking bar ticket bar. that he had in front of the hotel. You know, so I'm telling you, the time that was really creative, though. But that's not the Punisher. Yeah, the, Punisher say, the Punisher would take the fire hydrant and beat the crap out of John Travolta with it, right? Yeah, you know he would be like clever for about three seconds. Maybe he'd be hiding out of the fire hydrant. That, that was that was very Agent Forty Seven. Oh my gosh, it was so weird. I put you in, in another way, also, like the scene where his family dies is hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's in wait. Puerto Rico for some reason. By the say way, that again. The scene where his family dies. That's exactly why it makes no sense. They're in Puerto Rico on vacation or something. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And it's like terrible slow motion. It's bad, like makeup effects. Like when they get shot in the back, they're like getting shot in paradise and like falling in the ocean. Like. What and again, it, why did the mobsters go get him in Puerto Rico? And he was on vacation. He didn't, he didn't go there and like, like run away. Boating, there was like a boat it's thing a and they were running. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the whole thing was weird. That, it's, that Punisher was weird. Did he blow up John Travolta in the end too? Something like that? Well, remember. So he took John Travolta. John Travolta at this point is just a whimpering mess, right? Yeah. And he ties him up to the car yeah. in the parking lot. With all the other cars rigged to explode yeah. as he drives through, yeah. and then he ends up blowing up the car that John Travolta is being dragged by. Yeah, so he's blowing up cars so, next to him. So the think of it this way: I gotta watch this movie. There again. is there is they're in this huge parking lot, 
and you have a set of cars lined up, and in the middle is the car where nobody's driving, and he ties John Travolta, who's utterly, at this point, he's just a whimpering... He's like a bloody mess. He's a bloody mess. He, he just, he can't, he's incoherent, right? And he's tied up, and the car slowly drives, and as the car is driving through... The cars are exploding in in like oh like, tandem, like, in the like lot. a domino effect in the lot right. It's not touching John Travolta, so there's no reason for this thing to blow up. They're just blowing up, and then finally he gets to the thing, and the whole thing blows up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah, just like okay, let's make this as theatrical as possible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> make like, it cinematic. Right? And and the other thing is like. Whose cars are these? Because imagine they come out and they're like, what happened to my car? <laughs> you know? It's like Grand Theft Auto. There you go. So <laughs> That's that why one, you have State Farm. That one is not on my list. And then right after that, Farmers. Warzone is on my list. And I truly, yeah, I truly enjoy Warzone. But Warzone is about as wacky as you can get. You've got guys that are jumping off the roofs doing parkour. And the Punisher decides the best way to stop him from doing that is by taking a rocket launcher and blowing a guy up while he's jumping from one building to the next. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, you don't see it coming. It's just the bad guys running away. That's a horrible way to do oh, but, it. But it's so funny because the bad guys are running away, right? And you don't see the Punisher at all, right? And all of a sudden, you see them, they're just parkouring on the top of the rooftops, and, and everything's fun, and it's great and stuff. And one guy starts jumping off, and in midair, all of a sudden, you see the contrail of the rocket, and he just blows up. <laughs> in a very gory way. In a very gory and way. And then the family's like, I want a body back. The movie there is no body. There's, there's a point where he's fighting a bad guy. And he punches the guy so oh, hard I know that. that he literally puts his fist right through his face. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. collapses his <laughs> Yo, Metatron just showed it to me. It looks so stupid. That is, that is an awesome moment. So, Punisher Warzone, I love so him dumb. for that scene. He was doing the front flip and the <laughs> and, and it's like totally random. It's well, like, oh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> right. What else is on our list? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Masters of the Universe. We already talked about that. Um, I gotta do Ghost Rider too. Spirit oh, of no. <laughs> Come on, that is awesome. No. This I even the, forgot they made those. Dude, you gotta you gotta remember. This is the only movie that you'll ever see Ghost Rider peeing fire. Um. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. The screen goes black, and you just have Ghost Rider with the with his back to the camera, and you see him peeing, but he's peeing fire. I'm not get, I'm not gonna get into how a Balrog connects personal. <laughs> so, enough said about that movie. It's Perhaps Nicolas Cage. There as well. Yeah, it's Nicolas Cage at probably one of his craziest. Right. Um, the next movie I'm gonna go way back, and uh, I gotta show you the trailer. Uh, at some point, it's gonna be. I'm gonna get you, sucker. <laughs> mm -hmm. That movie is bonkers beyond belief, and and the premise of that movie is that the brother of a character is out for revenge because his brother overdosed on gold chains. 
It sounds so stupid. OG. OG. He overgold it. This is like the King Midas of the hood. I, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally a point where one of the guys is walking around and he's got this really extravagant outfit and he's wearing platform shoes and there's goldfish in his shoes. And there's another point where there's a gun battle and there's a guy wearing like a 10 gallon hat and he has a 10 gallon hat. He has a midget inside the 10 gallon hat so he pulls out the gun all of a sudden there's a part that opens up on the hat and the guy in there starts shooting so it's just you have to watch it It, you have a guy on top of your head it it makes no sense keenan ivory wayne's is the star of it if you guys ever want to just have a a laugh you want to have shits and giggles Go watch the movie. Also starring with Jim Brown and uh, Isaac Hayes. Yeah, he's just Randomly. so crazy. And Isaac Hayes of Chocolate Sweaty Balls. Yeah, Chocolate Salty Balls. God, chocolate Chef Salty Balls. Of musical South Park. Shaft, South Park fame. Yep. Um, so the last two, I'm, I'm going to make it real quick. And one of them I just have to mention because it's so bad and I hated it. And so I know this is supposed to be shows that we love that are bad. This is a show that was bad that I hate, and that was Marvel's Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, Even I remember. I know that. That is one of the few missteps that this current iteration of Marvel had. Um, Something that I heard, yeah. I heard yeah. It was really bad. We didn't even finish watching we watched, it. We, we saw the first episode, and that was it. And, and the interesting thing is that the first two episodes, they actually released it in theaters. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's such a shame. It's, it's it was, I, I, whatever. Let, let, <laughs> let's, let's, put it, let's put it this way the way they set up the story, um, the king, uh, oh god, what's his name again? Um, uh, Black Bull, he has an evil brother, right? Mm-hmm. Evil yeah, brother was a, was a, he was, um, he was the one, uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name, but he, Reek, remember Reek? The yeah. guy, the, the, the Reek, yeah, yeah um, Reek, Alfie but, Allen. but the guy that, that was, that had, that had him from the Iron Islands, what's his name? The guy that had him from, Reek yeah, yeah, was the guy from the Iron Islands. No, no, I know, but he had, his he father? had, he's the, he's the one that made him into Reek. Remember that yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, that was, the Baratheon, um, or, no, it wasn't him. Oh, crazy. I know who you're talking about. Well, yeah, let's, he let's was move on. I know really who you're talking evil about. in that show. He was the bad guy. And right. he was actually a social rights activist. <laughs> and Black Bolt was like, it's weird because he wanted, because the way the Inhumans are set up is that they each have a job. It was very strict caste system like. And this bad guy is like, no, we shouldn't have that. We should be more progressive. But Black Bolt never made any changes to this inequality system. So it's like, is he really the bad guy? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. Is Ramsey, he really the bad yeah, guy? Ramsey Bolton, by the way. Ramsey Bolton. There you go. Thank he you. came back to mind. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that guy's pretty good on that show, too. He played Maximus. Kind of... Yeah, there you go. He played Maximus in, in Being Human. So, so you, you, and Anson Bolt was, no, Anson, um, 
I, I, he played back both. I, I forget what his name, but he had he had a couple of good shows. He's actually on Star Trek Discovery right now. Um, he played he played Black Bolt. Oh, it was horrible. And, and then the whole thing with Medusa and the hair and stuff like that. Oh, it was it was just bad. It was just they bad. cut. Okay, so they, they, the yeah, defining yeah. trait of Medusa is that she has hair that can kill you. It's like it, it's it's it's, de- it's tentacles. It's indestructible. What is what does Maximus go and do? Let's cut it off. <laughs> the defining trait of the character. Strategy. Let's just cut it off. Okay. She has no other powers. Let's do away with it. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Oh, man. So the last one that I have is the Night the Night Rider remake. Oh, um You remember that? Is that Night Rider 2000? Yep. Yeah. Remember that? Where they took Night Rider and made him into a Mustang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and not only that, but the Mustang would transform into like this um into this supercar yeah. with, with wings and and jet Mr. engines. Mr. Feeney couldn't like do that. So like crackdown Mr. Feeney couldn't do that. Yeah, it was it was yeah. But you know what? I watched the show because I'm a Knight Rider fan, so Knight I had Rider, to watch basically. it, right? I mean Knight Rider in and of itself was kind of a guilty pleasure, if we're gonna be totally honest yeah. with you. But it Mike, was still Michael a good show. Knight. It was still a good show. David Hasselhoff as Michael Knight. David wow. Hasselhoff. Very, very quick and random aside, I think uh, I think I might have mentioned this too, but David Hasselhoff had a documentary show a couple of years ago that was pretty funny called um, Hoff the Record. Uh, <laughs> very quick description because I want to okay. give ASAP some time to get through his his bad uh, yeah. movies and TV shows. But Hoff the Record is a lot like another show that came out a couple of years ago um, with the the guy who uh, Warwick Davis was was in another is another fake documentary and mm-hmm. basically both of these shows are about how they used to be famous they're no longer famous and they're trying to get famous again so it's a documentary where where David Hasselhoff decides he's no longer viable for being famous in America so he moves to London and tries to get really famous there totally ridiculous it's on Netflix if you guys want to check out something that's kind of actually it's kind of brilliant honestly but it is a little bit of a guilty pleasure. Check out Off the Record. Definitely check that one out if you guys have some time. All right, cool. So I guess that's pretty much in terms of everyone else's guilty pleasures and a little bit of Off the Record or for a quick mention. <laughs> oh, by the way, the name of the Warwick Davis show was Life's Too Short, which is obviously a terrible play on words. Yes. But you know what? Let's get to the man of the the final man of the hour, our man from Mordor, Mr. ASAP <laughs> Balrog. Why don't you give us the couple of shows and movies that you have selected as some guilty pleasures now i don't have a major list of movies and shows but they are all movies that's for sure Mm -hmm. now i'm not a major cinephile like michael bolton with the lonely island (laughs) but i'm gonna start off with the planet of the apes 2001 hey oh okay i love that movie okay i love that movie get and, your stinking hands off me you damn dirty human exactly <laughs> no dude that got that yeah, movie that was, got 45 percent rotten tomatoes yeah with mark Wahlberg. it's a mark Wahlberg back movie. um charles heston to be one of the, to be the ape that said that that was yeah. the ape that said that in the movie right it got a 45 percent of rotten tomatoes and i gave that movie about like 12 rings of power 12 <laughs> out of 20 rings of power <laughs> No, but I really enjoyed that movie. That was the very first Planet of the Apes movie I ever watched mm-hmm. because I was still a young Balrog at the time. And mm-hmm. it's actually still my fa- my favorite Planet of the Apes movie. I don't really like these new ones. 
with Caesar and whatnot. Especially, what? it's, be it's because, look. They're so well received. This, planet, this planet of the Apes movie was, like, the only one that had, like, medieval hack and slash war to it. Oh, I see what you did. You know, the these new yeah. ones are more modern. They have guns and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Militaristic. This one was more ancient-ish. It had Tim Roth as General Thade. He was he was a quality villain. Mm -hmm. You know, it had Michael Clark Duncan as Atar, which was General Thade's right hand yeah. gorilla. He was, it was well cast. <laughs> he was well cast, at least in terms of the the, the evil apes. Yeah, yeah. Were, were they good? And it was great to not like see see Andy Circus motion capture you know mm. or wear the costume of a monkey you don't like his motion capture in the new ones i think he's new overrated I, th I think he's overrated i'm just glad it, i'm just glad that i didn't your see opinion. you're entitled to it mm -hmm. okay. andy circus interesting because he's like he's like motion capture king these days but that's yeah. neither here nor there yeah but that's what i'm saying Everybody this is back in 2001 i'm glad you know, he wasn't that big of a thing back then. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that's Planet of the Apes. Saying these things about Gollum. I don't understand how you could say such things about Gollum. I don't like Gollum. <laughs> you took the ring from my Actually, master. yeah, why would you like Gollum? What <laughs> I tell you about? He's a filth. I'm talking on my butt right now. Please continue ASAP. So, my second one, which I didn't put on my list, but it just sparked my mind, mm -hmm. is Kangaroo Jack. Oh, I really, that one. I really enjoy that movie. It was hilarious. It was basically about these two guys from Brooklyn who owe the mob a lot of money, but then they go to Australia and then this dude puts his red jacket on a kangaroo and tries to take a picture. And then the kangaroo jumps away and then they realize, oh crap, the money we owe to the mob isn't that jacket. <laughs> so the whole movie is about these two guys from Brooklyn chasing a kangaroo in Australia to get the money back. They owe the mob because they're gonna get shot and killed. You know, and that movie's just hilarious. Kangaroo Jackie speaks. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, yeah, he has sunglasses too. Yeah, he does. I gotta watch that movie all over again. I missed it. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that's my second one. My third would be um, more recently, last year, The Meg. It's oh, about yeah, yeah. Megalodon. Um, it's a Jason Statham movie. Um, movie was really dumb, but it was entertaining at the same time. <laughs> it was often entertaining and dumb. It, movies, it was though. him fighting the shark. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, he honorable mention for me was gonna be a crank. So Jason Statham, okay. I understand. I mean, he succeeded. I mean, the way he killed the Meg was um, and there's spoilers here, but who gives a damn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he grabbed like the spear thingy, and then he he stabbed Meg's eye while the Meg was midair during a breach. And, <laughs> and then the Meg falls down, and then he like slices like like whatever the Meg open. And then all all like all these sharks, like a whole school of sharks, just comes to feed on the Meg. Eating and that's it. Yeah, okay. basically. So the Meg gets killed by his his ancestors or his predecessors. Cannibalism, his basically, ancestors. right? Yeah. So yeah, that's that. It was freaking stupid. Okay. And then um. I kind of want to see that. Yeah, and then my it's last like one. Yeah, my last one is pretty much also recently last year, and that's a John Travolta movie. Got it. Oh, got this, it. This movie was supposed got to come it. out. Got it. <laughs> this movie was supposed to come out when The Last Jedi released. And oh, wow. They this was back that far? Yeah, yeah. Because wow. there was a lot of like, um, like, like production production issues, stuff. claims issues, maybe issues with the Gambino family. But <laughs> you didn't hear that from true. me. Yeah, that might be true. Seriously, okay. though. Yeah, they probably want to be misrepresented. That movie got a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes, I believe. <laughs> but I gave that wow. movie about 16 rings of power. <laughs> I really love that movie. I think John Travolta did a really good job portraying 
real life notorious gangster John Gotti. He looked like he did a good job. Yeah, he mm-hmm. really did. Even if the movie wasn't supposedly that good, he looked like he did a good job. It seemed so. natural to him too, and I'm just I'm disappointed that this movie was so underrated and not a lot of people paid attention. He to has it. the facial expressions and everything. He does. He really does. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe the performance is really good. Like, just as a mention, because from what I've heard, I haven't seen it yet, like Bohemian Rhapsody, like Robbie Malik was awesome playing the guy from Queen, Freddie Mercury, but the movie's not that good. But again, we're not trying to put the movie down. Maybe that's kind of like what the what the thing that people didn't like about it was. Right. But I mean, I don't know. What 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 else did you enjoy about Gotti besides like just John Travolta? Was there anything else that was like really stand out to you? Yeah, the you the it? historical accuracy, so to speak, mm-hmm. of how his you know life um turned out from you know low life gangster yep. to to notorious Gambino mob boss, <laughs> the Teflon Don, the Teflon Don, the boss, you know. It was amazing. You see how he ordered the hit on, you know, Big Paul Castellano mm-hmm. outside Spark Steakhouse and the Big Apple. It was really nice. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really want to go in-depth into all this because, like I said, I'm not a major cinephile. So, yeah, it's really – my list is mostly about monkeys, kangaroos, sharks, and gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. That works. Just another random mention that I was reminded of and that I want to let Elias get – one more in apparently has an idea for another movie yeah, that he was, he's got a pretty he was thinking story, of. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know what it is that you mentioned, actually. There's something you ended up mentioning on there, but it reminded me of uh, the movie Short Circuit. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of or That's seen that movie. The robot movie. Johnny, Johnny number five is alive. Mm-hmm. That's a, okay, so very, very, very quick backstory again. That's a movie about a robot that, uh, uh, basically a, uh, a military robot that, gains sentience and kind of comes to life because he gets struck by lightning. And uh, I don't recall what that guy's relationship was to him, but he basically runs into this Indian dude. By the way, he was played by an American guy. I don't know if you know this, Walt, but that guy is not hes not Indian. Everybody, wow. everybody growing up thought that that guy, because he did a pretty good, I guess, impression of an Indian guy. I gotta look at that. He man. is not an... He's like, he's like an English dude or something like that. But he's like an English dude Doing an Indian accent and like he basically spends the whole, whole movie like befriending this Johnny Five. Does he at so least look Indian? Can't capture him. He kind of looks Indian in the movie. Yeah, he does. That's why actually, you know, like people that I know that are Indian yeah. grew up thinking that this was a, in a movie for them in a sense because they thought Fisher. he was Indian too. Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens. He is not. He is not an Indian man at all. I, don't well, know. I know. He's not from India or anywhere near wow. there. This guy, you can kind of see it in that photo, like how he could pull it off, right? Yeah. But that guy played an Indian character in Short Circuit. There was a Short Circuit too, also, by the way. I not bad, in that picture. I feel though. bad for the Indian people who thought this had something to do with it. Yeah, them. like you figure they could have gotten an Indian they, they, actor. They, they could not well. do this. They could today not do it wouldn't work. Today. Yeah, it would be like yeah. the whole uh, Ghost in the Shell thing with Scarlett yeah. Johansson. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. That was another quick one I wanted to mention. And thank you for giving me the time to do so. And now, Elias, please, Elias. Have a big smile on your face. You look like you're about to crack up laughing. <laughs> what are you about to talk about? You've been working out. Oh, you got some traps over here. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Meta and uh, Walt uh, mm. should probably remember this one. Mm-hmm. Sharknado. Oh, God, no, no, no. Keep that out of that's here, a good man. One. That's a really, that's really a good, good one. one. How can we about no, sci-fi? that's not a guilty pleasure for me. I hate the that first, movie. The first couple, come on. No, I those, hate those it. Those were especially that last one. Especially that last one. 
when they went back in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's just super stupid. I saw the first one, and I don't think I've seen any of the others the after that. The movie is about you're not sharks. You're anything, but it is. What does that have to do with going back in time? It is, it is ridiculous. <laughs> it doesn't have to have anything to do with going back See the old charts. <laughs> the ancient ones. That's they, what makes it so wonderful. They went back to the time with dinosaurs, right? Uh-huh. Didn't they go back into like Roman times and, and ancient? They they, they, they didn't they, run into a megalodon. They went back in time. I don't remember. It'd be scary. Exactly. No. <laughs> the whole point yeah. is that they were trying to try the last one. I think the whole point they were trying to stop the big one, right? And so they went back in time to stop all these Sharknado anomalies, so that. The future didn't have the big Sharknado. Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Sharknado is actually a force of nature. Interesting. I just thought it was a complete coincidence the way that they no, said it. Are they no. still making those movies? And then and then the no. girl <laughs> and the girl was a robot and it was just a sentient head. Oh okay. stuff okay. like that. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's enough of that right there. That's and then the, the other one had like a chainsaw hand or something like I that. Just can't, I just can't do it. I'll probably end up watching it someday. Probably that was a, a that's game. a really good one. Like, but, stuff. oh my goodness, Sharknado is uh, Sharknado is. Um, what do you guys think? Do we leave it Sharknado. off there? I think that's where we, that's where we end. Up. I think I think we've gone far down the rabbit hole. Sharknado. Goal. I think we got pretty bad and good there at the same time. I think that's. Yeah. Man is suffering. Yes, I am. Okay, kids, like I said, we're going to end it with Sharknado. That's definitely a very good one to put on this list. And thank you, Elias, for a good choice. You're not um, getting one from me. I said it was Sorry. on the top of my mind. I think I might have no. mentioned it, but thank you for bringing it up and bringing it to our consciousness for the episode. Um, anyways, guys, that is going to wrap us up once again for another pizza party over here at Pop Culture Over Pizza with the guys. Uh, as, al- as always, come on, guys, subscribe. Search for us on your iPhone and Apple and iTunes. Soldier phone. Check out your <laughs> Nokia's your favorite podcasting app. Uh, Watch these crazy movies that we suggested. <laughs> Look us up, so guys. We can, you can find us on any podcasting platform, pretty much out there, or search platform or aggregator. We're all over the place when it comes to these podcasting platforms. We're on Apple. Definitely check us out over there. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us some feedback. Give us something to to work with. Tell us how you like these episodes. Again, we're always looking for suggestions. We'd love to hear something from you guys. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram at PCOP Podcast. We are on Facebook as well, Pop Culture Over Pizza. You can search us over there very, very quickly, very, very easily. Check us out everywhere, guys. Once again, I want to mention, as with the last time, thank you very much for sharing some of our Twitter news. Thanks for sharing some of our news on Instagram. We're really getting a lot of engagement from you guys there, and we do appreciate it. Thank you very much to all of you out there who are listening. And once again, from another pop culture over pizza pizza party, we are signing off from our friends. Asap Balrog. Metatron. I did no, no Sharknado. Die. <laughs> this is what made the force be with you. Always with you. Elias, like ninjas heads, do it for the vine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is Jose signing off from you guys. We hope you're having a wonderful day out there. Thank you very much, Internet. And as always, from the Pop Culture Over Pizza crew, stay geeky, my friends.